Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we were about to have a meeting about the episode, but I just started the episode. Oh my god! That, oh that yes, means we're real rebels. We're the real Baba Booies of 2012. <laughs> there you go. I'm Dylan, are you a, Gary's are, that guy's name? I think that guy's name is. Gary. It's so crazy that have you looked in on Howard Stern? He's just he's just interviewing boomer celebrities now. Like it's literally the guy yeah, that was like. Old. Go up to Rosie O'Donnell and tell her I want to punch her in her face. And now he's like, Bruce Springsteen, you know, you're my boss. And it's just like, what happened to this guy? This guy should be given. If anyone was supposed to be alt-right, it was Howard Stern, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very, like, they built an entire radio station off of his back. And now he's just like the <laughs> last guy who cares about radio, seemingly. Yeah, he's the last guy to, to not acknowledge podcasting. Like the, the amount, basically Howard Stern, when Satellite Radio came out, he was like, I'll tell you, I'll beat the iPod. We do original content. And then Steve Jobs was like, make sure we do original content too. That's a good idea. And then they did. And then it just destroyed Howard Stern's life. You think it destroyed his life? Or, yeah, because yeah, obviously when you get yes, that rich, went, it's like. He went crazy. All you he want is. He yeah. sued Sirius because he's like, you guys merged. So I should get a bonus for the merger because mm. I am the reason there was a merger. And it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, 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 it was me. And they were like, we had to do it because of the U.S. government. And he's like, Baba Booey, though. And they're like, no. Uh, I made serious, and then another thing happened, and then I still want all the money. Good for him, though. He's and he's one of the weird... You were, went through a... You were a big Howard Stern guy. That I was a big Howard Stern guy. That's crazy. But I mean, I guess that you're a wrestling... Yeah. Anyone who's into wrestling, it's just like... Well, I literally... Do you want to know how I got into Howard Stern? Hulk Hogan's many appearances. Hulk Hogan and Jesse the Body because Jesse the Body Ventura went on, and uh, Howard Stern just thinks all wrestlers are dumb. And mm -hmm. then Jesse Ventura is smart but crazy, and he was like, "This guy's awesome." And That's then perfect. Hulk Hogan came on at the optimum Hulk Hogan time, pre-sex tape, post-divorce, just honest enough to make everyone like you. <laughs> not everyone realize who Hogan really is. Hogan knows best about. The races. Here's <laughs> that I was the full today. Yeah, that's right. Hogan knows best about critical race theory. There you go. Um, a thing that didn't exist when that show was on. Uh, today we're talking about um, Shawn Michaels. I think one of the stupidest, most dickheaded, annoying things he ever did was that um, Hulk Hogan match where he just bounced a lot, and I hated it. Really? I thought yeah. that was great because it was like, yeah, you would. Finally, someone being a dick to the guy who just like subtly gets his the the yeah i'll do what Excellent. this says but i'm gonna fucking and also it just kind of proved like Shawn michaels has always been a dick he will always be a dick but this is the thing is that Shawn, it's Shawn michaels is dick in a way that he's just like not only is this get the, the, the not only does this affect you it also affects the fans that's the thing with Shawn michaels <laughs> assholeness is it's like um, not only am I making sure that you're in trouble, uh, all the people that bought a ticket don't like it either. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Should, like, I want to hurt the fans. Yeah. There's something about him that like, he's like, he's like, he's got, he's like snapping a towel at a blind kid. Like there's, there's always got to be someone who played no part in the situation, but they're being deeply affected by the situation. <laughs> who was deeply affected other than Hulk Hogan? All the fans watching this wanted to see a fun match, and instead they were like Hulk Hogan. Like it's so mm. annoying and bouncy, and just you're like, you did what? And it's also like all the wrestlers in the back were like, okay, wait. So this guy is a balding weirdo who wears loose pants in the ring and is good 
four times a year and the rest it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, Shawn Michaels just did a bunch of things that really look good in TikToks, so his legacy is assured. Uh, Don't ask me what TikTok is. It is 2005. And... um, and that's about it. That was his latest state. And like everyone just got, he just got to get away with everything. Sean Michaels saw TikTok coming. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Sean Michaels works for the Chinese government is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I still think TikTok's going to be like, in history books, TikTok will be seen as the first major shot across the bow that solidifies the Chinese becoming our overlords. Yeah, well, that's why this podcast is changing to uh, regime review everything. No, we need to do one of those TikTok podcasts where we just ask questions that people can stitch on TikTok. So we just go like, (laughs) John, what's the biggest sandwich you've eaten? What I really like, by the way, is they're now banning TikTok in the U.S. on government agencies and like uh, Wi-Fi providers look like they're going to take it off and already... And already kids are like, I'll get a VPN. You're not. I will continue to stitch. There's no way. There is no way they can ever. There's absolutely a way they can do this. I love, and this this has been everything since 2016, is that's the noise everyone makes. And then things happen and everyone's like, "Uh, actually, I did actually know that was going to happen. Like, I remember people in the days before COVID, the fucking someone said this and I will never not disrespect them. I have it on good authority. The entire, every border to every country is closing. That's not possible. I know it is. That's the thing. That's the thing right there. Dylan, by the way, is just getting a text from me that says, no, I'm looking up the U S banning TikTok. I want to see a time frame Cause I'm sure they already tried oh, this. It's not going to happen. It's not like they're banning it off of government devices. They're banned. Like, they're going to ban it as much as they can. I think it is going to, what yeah, I'm saying is it's been banned from the U S house of representatives. So now like Dylan, name one group of people that, uh, is more likely to be doing dances than the U.S. House of Representatives. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, there's the no way teenagers are going to... This is not going to stop anyway, teenagers. I agree, but I what I think is going to stop is TikTok's growth in that it is going to be a fucking... Like, it's going to be a fad. Like, all social media is going to be a fad. What it's going to be is we're going to look back in 30 years and our you'll be explaining to your grandkids why you're like, yeah, man, listen, it was a fucking crazy time and we wanted to let we wanted to be able to keep an eye on our exes. So we had all this stuff and in the end it invented fascism, which is why I'm now gonna turn you into the overlords. Beep boop beep beep. That are robots, by the <laughs> I way. I don't think I just I just do not think that um they'll there's no end to people's vanity. The, the there's no way this will ever end. This is just going to uh, this will end. This will end in that like someone for a bunch of like if you sub to my youtube channel i will set off the nukes and destroy all humankind and that man will be the president of the united states jake paul oh my god i cannot wait until jake paul is the leader of until jake paul nukes everyone for irony yeah he nukes that irony because he's like you guys said i couldn't box but it's so funny that it's like exactly the same thing as what wrestling fans say, where it's like, yeah, but like, I get it, but like, he's playing a character, so it's like fine because I get it. It's like, well, he's still yeah, yeah. being a cunt. Yeah, he still was, has he still has a FBI file that's thicker than Abby Hoffman's. At and point. I don't mean I don't mean Jake Paul. I just mean anybody, Andrew Tate, oh, Jake Paul, any of these Liver King, any of these people. I mean Jake Paul. Jake Paul of all of them could Jake and Logan Paul could be president because they they Jake and Logan Paul could be president. Logan they, Paul could be president because he doesn't have tattoos. 
You're 100% correct. And already has operated a pretty elaborate financial crime. So he's in like Flynn, baby. Did you know that Jake Paul had like an NFT and a coin and like just yeah. all this stuff and just gone? And everyone's like, did you steal all those people's money? And he's like, defiant steal, man. <laughs> oh, that's why they they both live in, uh, well, they live in Puerto Rico? Uh, Costa Rica? But yeah, Puerto Rico or Costa Rica. Extradite yeah. me. Yeah, extradite me, baby. Extradite. I, I love Puerto Rico, man. I got to say this right now. I feel like we, in 10 to 20 years, Dylan, might be successful enough to have to move to like a weird country like that. I feel like no, if we want... Yeah, I live in Serbia. I live in the border oh, of Serbia and wherever. Nothing, there is nothing more telling than... Let me tell you who, by the way, I guarantee has gone to a conference in Hungary or possibly mm -hmm. in the former Kosovo. HBK Shawn Michaels to hear about how the Holocaust did not happen. You Here's something that happened? I think... I don't think Shawn Michaels thinks it didn't happen. That's what I think. I think Shawn Michaels guarantees. Yeah, Shawn like, Michaels, you get a bunch of cocktails. You get a couple cocktails into him, and it's like he only believes the absolutely acidic conspiracy theories. None of the fun ones. Like Brian Kendrick caught flack for believing fucked up conspiracies, but he's one of those dudes where it's like, yeah, you've you've done so many hallucinogens. You just yeah. believe everything is. You believe where you're sitting is a conspiracy, but Shawn Michaels is like Bigfoot. No, that's not real. But the Jews, <laughs> that's just yeah, like that's exactly know. correct. It's like big. Uh, there are no aliens. I'll tell you who's controlling it. His name is Benjamin Netanyahu. Like literally, like HP. I guarantee Shawn Michaels' wife saw Kanye West on social media, rolled her eyes, and then threw her phone out the window, praying to God her husband went back to work before he checked social media. Like you think that her his wife disagrees with him. I don't think she disagrees with him. I just don't think she wants to hear about it. Like, she's like, I, uh, Sean, I, we both know done. these facts. Yeah. Like, stop repeating things. You don't that need are to true. tell me grade two math. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, did you know Sean Michaels it's was born on an Air Force base in I did know Arizona? That. Okay. Government good. experiment. They were like, can we, can we make America's biggest cunt? And they were like, we have done it. His name is Michael Higginbottom. And he already tried to drug the nurse. He can't even fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he's the youngest of four Obviously. and, uh, yeah. What makes you think you're so great, Sean? I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, his first uh, break break was in the AWA, the American oh, Wrestling Association. Yeah. They were like, Hey, what we need to do is we want a tag team. That's two Tully Blanchards plus cocaine. Plus mm -hmm. they're kind of in Judas Priest. What I love, by the way, is in Shawn Michaels' book, which I've read twice. Um, really, you read it? Why did you read it twice? I was I was like seventeen and into literature, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the funny thing about being a wrestling fan. You're like, actually, I read a lot of books. Oh, what books have you read? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Let's just talk about the fact that I have read books. Listen, I've read a lot of books, and three of them were by Artie Lang. So what do you fucking want from me? <laughs> That's not Katie Lang. That's Artie Lang, actually. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how many books have I read by former D-Generation X members? All of those who have written books. <laughs> this is crazy, because he's a tag team with Marty Jannetty immediately, which I think that it probably isn't talked about. It. These guys immediately are at a great team. And it's like Kenny Omega having the name Kenny Omega immediately. Or I don't know. It's like if the first time you drink a beer, you have a cigarette at the same time. It's like good things oh, that are destructive. It? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, the first time you ever get an SA, uh, SO that sucked off. <laughs> get a, get us sucked off. <laughs> you get us sucked off. You have a cigarette. And you're like, these two things are uh, together now. Mm -hmm. uh, something's getting sucked on. Something's getting sucked on. Both my dick by me. 
Whoa, Dylan, you did it again. That's good. Talk, John. I'm going to cough. So one time I went over to Dylan's house and we took turns shitting in each other's pants. And while we were doing that, we talked about uh, the Midnight Rockers, which was the AWA tag team version of the Rockers. Now, it was clearly just the Rock and Roll Expense, Express Vern Gagne mm-hmm. style. So he's, like, clearly he's not like, let's not focus in on the Rock and Roll. Let's focus in on what time you rock, which is later than the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, yeah, the Midnight. Yeah, we're no later. fucking... I'd love the daytime rockers. Just a guy still up on. You're missing yeah. the point. Here is, I guarantee, Vern's logic. Rock and Roll Express, that's a train. Trains don't run at midnight. You'll be the midnight rockers, therefore better than the Rock and Roll Express. That, I guarantee, is his fucked up weird. What were the other names? Nighttime train uh, that is that runs at night and is better than the daytime train rock and roll. Greg Gagne was the was uh the Better guy in charge of player. naming them so it was oh my god the, the first name was the country rockers then the u.s express which is good because that's just the mail that's just yeah that's just it's yeah just that's two just, postmen that's just a train in the u.s <laughs> these people yeah. arrived later than they should have hey they're playing their music but uh these guys aren't done their break yet so they're at the back eating slow eating yeah, slow uh, chewing it's an American train, so for no reason at all, they're double-deckers so that the top deck just has a nice sky view of the scenery. It's so fucking weird. But I will say this, the Rock and Roll Express, the rockers are cl- far enough away from the Rock and Roll Express, and I will say this. With Very every- different types of rock and roll. So like the Rock and Roll Express early 80s are Southern rock. These guys are modern Minnesota rock. You know what that means? It is nothing but that guy who sings Patio Lanterns. What the fuck is his name? Kim Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Kim Mitchell. Yeah. Why not go for a soda? Nobody hurts. <laughs> and don't drink it if the rockers have been near it. Let's <laughs> drink and drive. Let's drink and drive. Uh, no, the Midnight Rockers, obviously, the mid- just like losing that and then just having it be the rockers is like, it's so crazy the changes of course vince mcmahon thinks he should rename every single wrestler because in the 80s it was like yeah they sent me this guy named the dingo warrior and i just put the ultimate and that's way better and then i took midnight out of the rockers and it's the rockers it's so very it's funny like, i'm good at this yeah but he's vince done it McMahon, a bunch basically what happened was when vince mcmahon formed the wwf the nwa had filled out the test 95 percent. they just didn't put their name on any of it and like yeah. needed like one thing improved and he was like, this is perfect. Like like with Hulk Hogan, it was like, I just need to give him the belt and then he'll be the number one star. Okay, I'll give him the belt. Uh, the Rockers take up midnight. That's really good. Uh, or even something bird. simple like, why don't I you wear loud colors? Right. Yeah. Andre, the giant, why don't you um, uh, stop wearing these weird small trunks and having the most dry yeah. afro in history? Let's cut that and you wear a weird one signet thing and look yeah. like a monster because you're a monster. How about this? How about you cover that one left nipple because that's the bad one and everyone says it. Yeah. Andre, I'm going to say it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Everyone's talking about you have weird nipples. We only can stand to see one of them. You look like a weird baby, man. Yeah. Vince McMahon's grand tradition of, hey, you're fat. Cover that up. <laughs> Start yeah, exactly. Andre, and everyone loved it. Yeah. Everyone was like this. That's the thing. Dylan, you've won it again. How about this? Vader comes out in a potato sack and I don't have to look at him. Yeah, all right. How about this? I kill Yokozuna with a harpoon. Mm. Um, and then if you Vince, take I, your mask off, you're fired. Yeah, okay, but we he just I hire Yokozuna and then I slowly feed him to death, proving mm. to Stephanie why she should not have fries with that burger one time. <laughs> so um Marty Janetti and Shawn Michaels go on a tour. 
of the AWA that could be Chicago called Minneapolis. That's it. No, I just mean called. This is like directly. It's like, um, oh my god, there is a guy Scott Falconbridge who is a comedian who's doing a comedy tour of colleges, and they're like every single college. The previous he would come a week after there had been some sort of uh horrible assault and they'd be like i wonder who's doing we, we haven't caught the guy yet and then he was like maybe it's the guy ahead of me and it was it was just the guy ahead of him on the college comedy tour and that is what i'm sure other wrestlers encountered with Shawn michaels and marty Jannetty. <laughs> that's 100 percent it like it was literally like ah oh, the wrestler it was weird all the rest can't get to sleep without pills i'd love to but some guys bought them all last week yeah hmm, i wonder Hey, I have a question. What happened? What's with these three buildings that are now out of business? Oh, those are all pharmacies. We just woke up and they'd been cleared out. Yeah. And it's also, you know, they were like, hey, you know, um, instead of, hey, these guys are bad people, but they're great wrestlers. It was more as the 80s. So it was like, not only are they great wrestlers, they're also bad people. Yeah, exactly. The thing to keep in mind with the Rockers is they're a twofer. First of all, you get two sociopaths and you get two guys that can do dropkicks at the same time. It's a win. My girl likes to party all the time and she's sleeping. Let's have some fun. That was their yeah. original song. The Midnight Rockers are lucky they did not end up with the Von Erics or they would all have smoked each other. Oh, man. If they would have ended up with the Von Erics, then there would have oh, been a lot yeah. of stories about Shawn Michaels' dark times where he basically had sex with Carrie Von Erich while he slept. Yeah, exactly. Let's not talk about hey, this. Hey, I didn't know he was dead. I thought he was sleeping. Like, he'd be yeah. the crazy guy on... Uh, Anyway, well, okay, so someone's hey, let me dead. tell you why I brought in the midnight. They still Rockers. have human rights if they're dead. That's how we'd talk if exactly. they went to WCCW instead. I'm Fritz von Erich, and I now have two new sons named Martin and Seanman, and they are the new von Erichs, and they became my boys the way those other boys became my boys. They fucked the dead bodies of my kids, <laughs> thinking they were sleeping ladies after a wrestling show. You're a true That's Von Eric. world class right there. So did you know this? Did you know Sean McKells? Basically, Sean and Marty nice. are very good immediately. The territories still carry... It, I don't know... The only thing we could probably have right now, honestly, is the NWA, where it's like, it still carries the weight of that name, so you still, oh, this guy's the NWA champion, and it's like, yeah, but no one cares about it anymore, and that's where the AWA pretty much is in 86, where it's like... Yeah, you have this interesting thing, is it's the... um... I feel like something that happened in the territories that people don't talk about is, it's also this thing that they had to pick... They had to pick which one is their wrestling. And a lot of fans yeah. picked the WWF because it looks shiny and nice. But the thing that's not talked about also is it also- took over. Like it took over and it's like you're of course you're gonna pick the WWF because they have the dude you've watched forever now and he's on the their thing. TV. And also I will say this is like Yeah, I just start to further my other bad point. It's like this all the era, the late eighties, is basically ECW in nineteen ninety nine, where it's like, Oh, did you know Steve Carino was the ECW champion? That's where like anyone who shows talent immediately gets a belt in one of these like legacy promotions who have been so around good, for like yeah. thirty years. Is it's like like the Midnight Rockers, who were they facing at this point? I think they were probably just trading the belt back and forth with Jim Brunzel. Like and like, good lord. No, that was Nick Bockwinkle. No, but he Still was the had world Bockwinkle. Champion. 
No, but who's the? Ta- but I'm talking from a tag team perspective. The thing you have to understand is like the AWA was the gold standard in many ways for so many of these things, and really lost a lot of its. I don't know why I can't get this camera to focus. Uh, lost a lot of its. Mojo oh, don't worry, I, f- I lost my fucking. I don't know where my um USB splitter is. So this is onboard fucking laptop camera, which is why it looks like Al Qaeda has fucking kidnapped me. I'm trying to see um who Boris Zukov and Soledad. Utsinov. What kind of fucking tag team is that in Minnesota? I guarantee. Russian Vern, guys. Yeah, but Vern didn't think they were. Uh, you're French. Uh, but duh. That's French. He would hang out with Marty Janetti, Kurt Henning, and Scott Ledoux. That boy, was who we would. Uh, that's who. Uh, Sean Mike. So that's a lot of pranks. And then uh, also, I don't know. We'd, we'd ever. We'll never do a Kurt Henning episode, but it's like he's like. A lot of his pranks pr- seem pretty suspect too. Where it's like, yeah, eh, a lot of his and they're sleeping, and then we shoot them with a gun. Yeah, the main thing to do is to make sure you cover your friends in blood and human shit. Yeah, Kurt. What Scott Kurt was a really him? funny guy. Or sorry, Kurt was a really funny guy. One time he did this prank where the guy was sleeping in his car, is just sleeping in his car, and then Scott or Kurt, sorry, turned the car on and then put a brick on the wheel and now he's dead <laughs> let me tell you how do i would describe kurt henning in three seconds and you know like four comedians that are like this that are really stupid like i'm tough alpha jock guys and you just mm-hmm. literally go how's your dad and then you can just see in their eyes that there is nothing backing that up that's kurt henning right there he's like you know i'm perfect i'm better at baseball than wade boggs and i was like what's your dad's phone number kurt he did hang out with wade boggs that I, is cool yeah he did hang out with wade boggs but he very rarely hung out with his dad and it's like he did the same job as his dad way better, and his dad was like, also like Larry. Oh, his dad must have been. So no, young. maybe though. Maybe I don't know. If you're he was for sure better than his. His dad is like it'd be like if Vader had Seth Rollins as a kid almost. It's That's exactly like, what it would be like. Yeah, it would be like if Vader, if Roman Reigns gave birth to Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniel. I gotta tell you this, by the way, the mm-hmm. WWE marketing machine works. I cannot fucking remember Brian Danielson. I'm always like. Man, is Daniel Bryan is really and they great just on flipped AEW. it. Yeah, they, Jr. does it all the time. They they basically have him down to an hour a week because of it. Where it's like, stop fucking calling him Cesaro. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'll find that's the WWF Championship, Jim. Oh man, AEW. I gotta tell you, I really I feel like I was a good a good friend for not watching in the CM Punk years, but I gotta tell you, this is like getting into a band after the behind the music. Like it's just like. Oh, I don't see this lasting much longer, everybody. Oh God, John. This uh, this uh, AW will be around for a long time. Me watching. No, 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 no. Oh no, yeah, no, no, you're no. Not yeah, watch me it. watching it. Yeah, me watching. I'm already oh. like okay. Uh, then they come into the WWF. Do, they they come in the first time and are almost immediately escorted out because of something they're that happens in a bar. Out. But they're also yeah. 21. They're 21, and the story is insane. Which is so like, how are you supposed to know that salt is bad at 21? Uh, thank you, Dylan. From your mouth <laughs> to God's ears. I what, mean, what? did I have a general understanding that assault was bad at 21? Yeah, but that's because you I was born on an Air Force base. Yeah, you weren't born in an Air Force base and then didn't go into pro wrestling. Also, because yeah. the story is they like went to a hotel and then like it's insane. Like the story is so like you made up a story to cover up for the far worse thing that you did. And I don't even know what that was. Yeah, the story doesn't really make sense where it's like Jimmy Jack Funk was hammered and said, break a bottle over your head. So Sean did. And then they were fired. But it's like, it seems to be. You just know there was more to that. Like, you just know it was like, break a bottle over that girl's head that is already asleep. And he's like, 
Stephanie McMahon, you got it. So they were fired. Sean smashed a glass over his head at the provocation of Jimmy Jack Funk, and Marty hooked up with the girl Jimmy Jack Funk was after on a night out. That's nice. Thank you. That is where I detect possibly the truth of the story lies is right there. Uh, Okay, here you go. Sean felt his ruin his career. He wrote, I am a dyke on the back of a uh, female fan asking for an autograph. He had a verbal altercation with Robert Fuller, and Bob Armstrong gave him the two weeks' notice. That was, I guess, after uh, leaving WWF. My God in heaven. Like, how fucking nuts. Like... I don't, know, I don't know, man. I that's like that's that's uh, like, no, 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 no. You didn't hear what you didn't know where I, my point was going, oh, which okay. is how cool can you be? There you go. No, just imagine <laughs> the pastor when Sean the first time he went to his weird born again, and he was like, Let me confess my sins. And like, imagine when he <laughs> gets the year. he wrote, I am, uh, then I wrote, I am a dyke on a woman's shirt. I guarantee the pastor was like, I'm gonna need a break here, Sean. I'm gonna need five. Well, he probably was like. That's First good. of all, I don't view these as sins. And the pastor was like, I don't either. And then they winked. They full high five. They full docked penises. And then the minister mm-hmm. was like, you know, if I do this to your butt, it's not gay because I'm Christian. And Sean was <laughs> like, is that true? And he's like, it is. And then they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I hate Shawn Michaels. I think he's a hypocritical piece of shit. I think that he did nothing but negatives for the wrestling business. And I fucking don't like him. DX was his only good thing. The Rockers were fine. The Ignolark incarnation. I'm on the other end. Like I think, once again, deplorable person. It's like deplorable. I want to say, not that good of a wrestler. Triple H is a better wrestler. Take that. Not that. Wow. Okay. All right. This is why you miss. I I wish wrestling was as popular as like. Nice um, hairline. Nice hairline. Thank but, you. Dang, no problem. I wish wrestling was as popular as sports, so you could have a Monday morning talk show where it's just you just saying like <laughs> crazy things. Oh, like, but you? I think Wardlow is the best promo of all Sir? time. I don't think you? Roman Reigns has ever eaten a carrot. You know what I mean? I would be the Jim Rome of that. I. Oh they, yeah. Oh my God. The, the that I got it on. All of my claims would come from things I think Paul Heyman told me, but he has not emailed me. <laughs> oh and, yeah. I would predict that AEW Rampage will be the last episode of AEW every, every single, week. Then every that, single week. That's how you go viral, though. Oh, fuck, yeah, man, you'd be so it'd be so good. But uh, anyway, Shawn Michaels, um, did you know this? They had a bad rip. Of course, they had. These guys are twenty years old and they're making so much money. And I don't mean that they're actually making so much money. I just mean when you're twenty, all you need is like fucking a bit of a bit of boozy woozy. And they get to beat the Midnight Express for the fucking AWA World Tag Titles in late 87. Yeah, the, who? The Rockers. Yeah, the Rockers beat the oh, the Midnight Express, of course. Yeah, it's weird. The Min- It's the other Midnight Express that's in the AWA that always fucking confuses me. Because that's yeah, Randy Condry Rose. and Randy Rose. Condry who are also, Rose. like, really good wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Condry might have the worst, like, the weirdest body of any wrestler of that era. Where it's like, because everyone's like, he's the lover boy. He's so handsome. And you're like... He is not handsome. Like this is he's many things. But that is he will fuck you. I don't you. know. This is the th- <laughs> That is the thing that he projects more than anything. Yeah. Is just straight up rapist energy. Like they these <laughs> Dennis Condry and Randy Rose are like Oh so right. The fact that these guys are going out on the town is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like it's so great. Like they are just so it, 
I got just having a guy who's just like all fucking forearm muscle named Randy Rose, who's like, I'm going out to drink tonight, is fucking terrifying. So I, yeah, I that's probably not the way it was meant. It was probably made like a little fun, but like just the way wrestlers were back then, how they just projected that tough. They all projected, I just worked a shift at a mine, and now I'm going to fucking try and fight anyone who looks at me because I'm so pissed off about my whole life. Projecting those people into the Midnight Express is like... like It'd be like if... They're too fresh-faced now. Like, FTR... Everyone likes FTR. Yeah, I Cash know Wheeler is too fresh-faced for me, but Dax Harwood... Everyone in the 80s wrestling and before... Early 80s to before was Dax Harwood's body type. But, like, Dax Harwood is bald because of his genes. These people were bald because of their lives. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to completely like, agree with you. they actually seen friends die, and they're like, now I want to yeah. play fight for money. <laughs> yeah. I went to Vietnam, and they won't let me kill anyone for real anymore, so I'll just come mm. here and pile drive you. There you go. I'm, uh, all my opponents are called Charlie in my mind. Okay, they won't let me yeah, have a mic right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Rick the Martel Martell, and I don't like anyone here who's being... Be- okay, Um, It is a very interesting time for wrestling now because you have a lot of nerds doing impressions of sociopathic alphas from the hundred percent is everything like bear in mind every influencer who's like we need to retake masculinity it's like you haven't done shit yeah bro Uh, not all of them some of them are like army people someone made fun of your fucking dick in high school just say it just say it andrew tate newsflash andrew tate no one has that ironed of a shirt who fucks women no problem i'm gonna say that right now (laughs) no one has that andrew tate's just rick flair but he's not saying it's fake like he literally it's crazy how many people just are doing rick flair and even though they're not letting people in on the fact that it's fake they're still not as bad a person as rick flair either that is one of the most things you've ever said that is an indictment of rick flair, which for rick flair andrew tight tate is doing an exaggerated evil version of rick flair and rick flair just living his life has done worse stuff like like the just greta thunberg let him know tweet he wouldn't be. oh yeah, yeah just baby. Like something rick flair would have done in the 80s <laughs> this is the thing is what we're also actually seeing is the like, rick flair type of person mm-hmm. but with Once social media um, so what you sort of have, and it's a very interesting thing because Shawn Michaels would be one of these people now, like Shawn Michaels would be a monstrous podcast guest. If we're talking Shawn Michaels pre WrestleMania 14, which is obviously the watershed for this man's life. And, um, I think the thing you all have to remember is, uh, that he went away and sort of became this Christian person. But as a result of doing that, we really lost out on that fucking asshole spouting off insanity the attitude era with um a new generation sean michaels would have been some of the most looking back on it madness we've ever seen if sean michaels was like actively in wrestling during the attitude era with the attitude the tate brothers would be doing an impression of the heartbreak like literally the best thing that ever happened to women every week like it would have literally been because he wouldn't have been able to wrestle. He would have just, they would have been like, just kick people. And he would have been like, yeah. The best thing to happen to professional wrestling was Bret Hart being fucked over by Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels hurting his back because there's no way they leave. Like, there's no way Shawn Michaels doesn't get that belt back 
and he's like the leader of the corporation, like it really would stunt the rock's growth as a yeah. wrestler. If Shawn Michaels and- was around, it's like the absence of and that was the cool thing about all wrestling leagues suffer from the same thing where it's like leagues. you don't want to build those stars. But the thing is you need to just like vacate everybody and let new people grow and new wrestlers grow. Yeah. That's the thing about the late 80s with all these prestige things. Like the rockers are a year into wrestling. They pick it up well. So they're like, oh, fuck, we need people at the top of the card. How about these co-kids? Yeah, it feel, what it feels like is that the Rockers were looking for a job with the wrestling lifestyle, and just luckily they were like, we will work really hard to be good at this as long as we can keep doing this stuff to people. And they were like, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can do that, I guess. It's as, long as, I, as, long as, as long as we get to fill out these crimes, hey, I hate to break it to you. I don't see those as crimes. High five, high five. <laughs> like, uh, bear in mind, the Rockers, they head to the Fed. They are immediately the tag team that wins on every superstars. They are not going to win any big matches, though, baby. Yeah, they don't win the titles. They never win. Well, they do, but the ropes didn't ring, so they took the titles back. Like, technically, you know what I'm saying? You know that situation? Yes, explain it for everyone who doesn't know. So the Rockers, and we're not going to really stick with the Rockers because the Rockers very much are what they, like, they arrive, they are the Rockers, and then they break up using that fucking barbershop window. But the main thing that does happen is at a certain point, they are going to be given the tag team title belts. They're supposed to beat the Hart Foundation. They do it at a house show in Hershey, Pennsylvania, I believe. And there was some issue with the ring ropes break. The match isn't very good. And Vince just decides, fuck it, do over. And they never get the belts back. As a result, I believe also because Marty gets injured, which leads to them doing a match with Power and Glory at SummerSlam, where Marty gets mugged and Power and Glory just beat the shit out of them. It's one of the most um, scarring things ever. It's why I always think that Power and Glory are a badass team. And I'm like, why were these guys not given more opportunities? Because they literally, like, murdered the Rockers on television. Like, that's, I find that more the impactful The Rockers were than... also one of the only teams where it's, like, in this era, Bret Hart is is viewed as a small, he's like a cruiserweight yeah, wrestler. Was... And fucking yeah. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Marty never does steroids. Shawn clearly just starts when yeah, he gets puffy. Yeah, Sean Sean starts doing like no, there's like other types of steroids, but Sean's doing some like he does some muscle gain and some other steroids that like cut you up. But and you know what the other thing is, Sean Michaels once again, when he gets signed for his second time in the WWF, he's 23 years old. So there is a, a, like an aspect of like he gets his man his man weight from 23 to 27 when he's on the yeah, road. like so it's yeah. The other advantage is he's in wrestling so like he's in the company so early. Like, no wonder Vince loves him. It's basically Vince created Sean in every way. Like, exactly. no shit he loves him. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck me, 23. Good God. You imagine that? You're like, you're a military man, and then your son is just face-to-face with fucking Jake the Snake Roberts in the late 80s? You would love it. You'd be like, well. The thing you got to remember about how to live life is you can smoke anything. You can yeah. fucking get high on anything. <laughs> remember, Sean. Just take it. We're about mm. the consequences after, baby. You, you want to buy a woman for the night? You pay, you pay for that woman. You have sex with her? No, that's what everyone does. You, you talk to Here's her. what you do. You make Try her do taxes. Her. When she does it wrong, you tell her that's wrong. That's a, And then you feel big. You feel like a big man, and daddy's going right. to affect you. If you want one piece of advice from your dad, Sean, do not hire an accountant. Hire a prostitute to do your taxes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, make her suck the taxes. Yeah, she, you do. You sit there naked, but you don't let her touch. You make her do your taxes. While She'll naked. act like she doesn't want to touch it, <laughs> but she yeah. does. That's the other thing to remember is they. And but do not to. let her touch it. Remember, Sean, like, you can't touch it, and she'll say, "Stop bothering me," and then that's that's good. Sean, you got to remember this. You got to remain a virgin because the first time I had sex, I created you, and I fucking hate you. Yeah, I'm Jake the Snake, your dad, I guess. Yeah, Stay Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake is if somehow now Sean Michaels' dad. Yeah, that's okay. So Marty, did you know this? Did you know that Sean Michaels Marty, Marty tried Marty to Gennetti fuck his, his stepsister, stepdaughter? Yes, I did know that. And when can we talk about that? We already did in the Marty Gennetti episode. I don't want to talk about it more, though. No, we can't. We have to talk about Shawn Michaels uh, okay. losing his smile, which means a fight to some Marines. The Heartbreak yeah, so Kid. Go was ahead. Great. Certainly That's was. It. Kicks him through the barbershop window. Fuck off. The barbershop window and the barbershop is such a great thing because if you told me that the entire conceit of Brutus Beefcake having that segment was like, hey, we're going to put a dude through this window at some point. Like every other time in wrestling, he would have like, he would just, hey, it's Brutus Beefcake's barbershop. Um, he's going to interview someone. Oh, someone got put through the glass. It's like obvious. It's like action movie where a guy walking back and forth across the street with a pane of glass for some reason. Yeah. They wait. If you told me it was like, they wait. They, they, also, they made it that they did that just so someone could kick him through the glass. And that's hang on. That's so clear that Vince valued Sean because that is there's been no it's like when uh Andre rips the necklace off Hogan and you see that little bit of blood on his chest. You understand people can't bleed on this show. Mm-hmm. People can't like do anything. And now a dude's being thrown through fucking glass. Like that's well, insane. Here's like, the oh, other he's thing dead. is other people trashed the barbershop all their time. So this is to your point that makes it even more brilliant is Sid Justice like relatively at the same time because the barbershop wasn't that just broke up the barbershop and destroyed it because Brutus knew Hulk Hogan. And so the thing that yeah. you have to realize is the fact that that to get Hulk Hogan over, it's not he didn't also then be like put Brutus through the window. It's amazing. You're totally right. And Sean is the is so protected. So he goes immediately then into the heartbreak kid angle. He's with Sherry Martell, who is like, say what you want, kind of the best manager Dude, they've got. Sherry at that Martell's point. it's Sherry Martell's fucking awesome too because it's like, it's ninety two. She's just finished up her angle with the Macho Man, Macho King. You fuck the Macho King, and, and now she's after the Macho King stamping this other guy. You know what I mean? Briefly like valet, but also briefly valet of Ted DiBiase and mm-hmm. then went to Sean. So you have to understand it's a twofer in terms of like she, this guy, she's with all of the big heels and now she's with this guy. And also she's in a much different light than she usually is. Like she's much less like, like the dumb, like, you know what I mean? She's not nearly as dominant. And then <laughs> um, the steroid era happens. She, they, is she yeah, fucking that's him? another thing. And this the is the thing that you just happens. the steroid era happens as Sean. Everyone is fucking leaves. Everyone goes. WCW happens too. Fuck like you. Yeah. WCW happens. Steroids happen. Steroids. These next two WCW. Years, 
Shawn Michaels just ends up, as I'm watching now wrestling pretty perennially as a kid, he is sort of the perennial intercontinental champion. He's given Diesel. He is doing the two belts with Rick the model Martel. Razor Ramon is his sort of main antagonist. This is, I, in my opinion, the best Shawn Michaels ever is. Yeah, that's right. I fucking said it. This is the best Shawn Michaels ever is. Oh, Fuck yes, you, there we go. Fuck. It's 6 a.m. Get your coffee. John's talking about wrestling. E- I am Grumpy. It is. It's You're going to tell me there's a tag team better than Test and Albert? I'm going to tell you to suck my cock. Name one tag team better than TNA. Name one. I'm None. waiting. None. They had there a great you. finishing move. They certainly did. Much better than those. There's like 18 teams who are great, but their finishing move is you kick in the head, I'll sweep your legs. Like just some version of total elimination. And all, yeah, exactly. It's a and bad move. And that, no, it was done so well by the fucking Eliminators, but everyone else does it badly. Yeah, because the key to the move that the Eliminators, the way the Eliminators did it, which is much for the way the Road Warriors did their finishing move, Actually was I'm them. going to kill you. Like Yay! you're gonna land on, you're gonna land on the side of your head and your neck, and you're dead now. And I don't care because this is real somehow to me. It was also helped by an insurrectionist yelling "Total Elimination." Oh, Joey Styles an insurrectionist. Must be. Live on top of uh, Nancy Pelosi's disgusting <laughs> cunt. It's ECW. <laughs> oh, my God. Cause Joey Live Stiles- on top of the House of Representatives. I'm going to kill Nancy Pelosi for our hot god, Donald Trump. I feel like jo- this is how Joey Styles, because Joey Styles got his Twitter account. I think he was the first person I ever knew you could get, like, deactivated on Twitter. And it happened, really? like, twice. Like, Trump in the primaries. If he, he just was... talked to Vince McMahon outside of work, he would have been the voice of Raw for the last 20 years. Yeah, he would have. And no, what it is, is if he was five, if he was two feet taller, Joey Styles is a very small man from Long Island. Joey Styles is a very specific. But he also New beat York up Bradshaw. Guy. That's the craziest thing. But that's, but a that's another thing rage. he probably doesn't like. Is yeah, Vince, Vin- this is a weird Mike analyzing, but it's like Vince probably doesn't like like, oh, every time they see you on my TV, they're going to be reminded that my tough guy wrestler lost to you and he's more valuable to me than you are. Yeah. And it's also like, well, they don't know any of that. Anyone, but I will. Vince is weird. Like, you're right. He's got weird things like it's like like the fucking Booker T Batista thing where Batista loses the title basically because Booker T beats him up backstage. Yeah, it's insane. Anyway, here's a fun thing. Kurt Hennig. Came up with the um, Heartbreak Kid moniker and came up with really? like kind of like the whole character. So he came up with that and Razor Ramon. Wow. That's nah, pretty fucking crazy. Well, it's sort of like how Kurt um, Hennig, the architect of the era no one liked. <laughs> Jim Ross has always said that if Scott I'm the guy Hall... that came up with the thing where they had this whole character where Bastion Booger where we'd win matches, I was like, how about a human fart? Jim Ross has always said that Scott Hall is like, the, if he's like, I have to put together a booking committee, you want Scott Hall, just Scott Hall. He's like, all dead, you need is Scott Hall. Only dead people. Scott Hall, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt, Hitler. Mahatma Gandhi, Hitler, of course. Hitler is very <laughs> funny. He's the most Hitler. important one to any booking, booking committee. Hitler. I want to get into the mind of a heel. That's why yeah. I got Hitler. Yeah. Now, let me say that. Now, not everyone agreed with me resurrecting them. They didn't know I had those powers. But listen, you never asked. Okay. You name me a better heel than those Nazis. The yeah. uniforms. The uniform. They got over quick. You're telling me <laughs> they got elected in 33. They were over in another country, Poland by 39. That's his Jim Barnett. Come on now. Okay. I, now, Uh-oh. I thought, of course, you're, you're kind of stretching the angle a bit when they kill all the Jews. But the gypsies, yeah. that's just good booking. Now, I'm going to say this right now. That was, that's bad kind of heat. Now, you want white heat, but you mm. do not rob the wrong kind that's of white heat. That's turn the channel heat. It. 
You cannot follow murdering six million Jews. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah. What, what are you, are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, I guarantee Jim Ross has tried to rebook World War II. Now, let me try. Let's try this one on for size for fellows. America is on the side of the Nazis. So, yeah. And I like it. <laughs> the, yeah. How about this? How about that? That uh, gathering we had at Madison Square Garden goes a better way. That was a uh, eighteen thousand American people in the American Nazi thing. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We do that uh, party. We do it inside Congress, and it's called America now. <laughs> <laughs> so Shawn Michaels recruits Dissel. That's, that's right. That's that is no. That's how it's pronounced. Here's a real question. Go ahead. Which how stupid are WCW that he's ever like? I want to go back to being a strip club bouncer, and they're like, "Give this man his release. He's going to do something noble." Now they couldn't do this before, um, but they couldn't do this. Sorry, now, yeah, or like even pretty much in, since after they died. But wouldn't you th- do? Which one was your? Sorry, this is kind of weird. I go had ahead. two thoughts and I uh, fucked them up. <laughs> do you like the Sherry Martel version of his theme song? Great question. The answer is yes, but without the music. I just want to hear the words. <laughs> I think it's a good heel thing. I think that it would have been a fun nod if every time he was a heel, you got that theme song. Kind of like, oh, that would have been a fun nod. Yeah, because I, I never liked. I didn't like that he. They didn't switch up his theme song. It's like a subtler version of like the heel ramp. Sorry to cut you off. What were you saying? But you're like, exactly no, same thing is that it, they never switched up his theme song heel versus face, which I yeah. I both love when they do it. And then I hate it almost immediately. Like uh, Nakamura's heel theme song could suck my butt. Yeah, it's kind of weird when it's like their theme song is the best part about them. And then I'd say the worst is and we never talked about this on the episode about him somehow. But when WWE started licensing music in the 2000s and then they had Austin come out to that disturbing oh version God, of his, you like, just ruined. ruined this guy. Yeah, and also the glass was so much more intense. It's also, yeah. it ruins one of the funnest moments, which is Ric Flair in the ring, which is you should get the... Instead yeah. you get... Nookie. Also, yeah, but I guess just change, you have to change his, things up. Why wasn't his song... Break stuff by Limp Biscuit. How much better would have Steve Austin been? I don't know, man. Just having a guy like that, that your character is the no shit. And like, you remember how over this guy was wearing skin tight nut highs in 1998 when everyone was wearing pants. Even Hulk Hogan himself was wearing pants that were the size of a small apartment. Oh my God. And no, but also paired them with hiking boots. Like no (laughs) one did. I, well, I'm going to New York. I better pack my leather vest, knee highs, and some lovely hiking boots. He no literally just dressed like a vegan, except for the leather vest. Yeah, he dressed. Yeah, exactly. I jean shorts and some hiking boots because I'm going into the wilderness. Where are my cliff bars? Uh, yeah, I'm going to dress like a guy who feels like he has a lot more authority over the hike and bike trails at this nature preserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy who wears a safety vest and acts like I work here. Anyway. Attention, anyone who runs, you've encountered this person where they, for no reason, just wanted to let you know, you want to share the trail, and you just want to punch them in their face. Shut the fuck up. Suck my ass. They, uh, Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels. Does amazing work during this point, and it's before everyone knows what work rate is. He's just doing a really cool job at selling. If it's If it's now... He turns face so quick because he's so much better at wrestling oh than everyone on the Oh, my God. Except for... Also, 
If he was a, if it was right now, there immediately there'd be discussion. Oh my god, it'd be so much better if he was in AEW, and then he would be in AEW. They put him in a weird faction called like the Heartbreak Boys, and then then that's it. Nothing else would happen. Yeah, and the other thing that's really important about Shawn Michaels is he has bleach blonde hair in the Rockers. He changes his look completely. So good, and, and goes also- on the capital J juice, just fucking yum yum juice. Let time. yum yum mullet. Yum yum juice, yum yum weird, very specific nineties yeah. look, which is he tests positive. Glasses. He get he gets popped for roids in ninety three, which is the WWF tests are basically are you on steroids? And they you and he's go like, no, and then they piss test and you just sure. like you peed a whole needle. You peed yeah. a needle. Also, by the way, still won't admit that he did steroids. He's still at this time, like as of this writing, still if you ask him about that, he's like, oh yeah, I did all that other shit. I didn't do steroids. He also then. killed people. <laughs> Sorry. He didn't kill people. He he like he sexually assaulted women. <laughs> and yeah, he's he, not gonna t- he doesn't talk about that. He just like, yeah, I went through a oh, I I one bet. pill once, and that's why I have a drifty eye and I, I can't look at anyone. And- I guarantee you you can get him to admit to all of that. I guarantee you'd be like, Oh yeah, he shouldn't. doesn't think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you the the click stand for the noise the door. Slander. Yeah, I, the <laughs> the click is the noise the door makes when it locks. That's where we got the name. Oh, oh that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> that's fucking. I fucking hate Shawn Michaels. Fuck you, Shawn Michaels. You. Although he is shit. friends with Kevin Nash, who and Kevin Nash seems to be. I got to tell you, one Kevin of the better Nash, people in wrestling somehow. Except for he really like, I don't know. I'm not going to judge. Does he seem like brief. a rat too? Because he was a strip club bouncer, so he's probably not a rat. You know what I mean? Where he's like, no, you don't say what you know, even if what you know is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like Kevin, Na- like Kevin Nash was like, when Hulk Hogan got fired from the Fed, he was like, I would have given him the benefit of the doubt, though. And it's like, would you have? Kevin yeah. Nash made me very uncomfortable because he basically, like, he was. I don't know. Like, it just. I. I don't know. I just feel his son died, and he was like. My son really wanted me my podcast oh, to, to get have all subscribers. these subscribers. Yeah, and I was just like, I am very uncomfortable. Like, I just sometimes feel like, oh, I guess I'm just not going to be in this world anymore because I <laughs> not live in a world where it's like, oh, my son is dead, and my son's final wish was for me to get one of those weird plaques. Like, shut the fuck up, Kevin. No. So his first great match, Shawn Michaels' first great match is with me. Razor Ramon and the ladder. Not first great yeah. match, but it's first like talked about it's, all the time. It's his coming out party. It's brought up in every wrestler's book. Ric Flair thinks that Sean would have had a great match with just the ladder. I think that it was an amazing chemistry between both of those wrestlers. And quite frankly, I think that Scott Hall does not get enough credit for what he did Me in that either, match. Yeah. I think Scott Hall does an amazing. Scott Hall's biggest fault was that he was basically born in a time with so many like seven footers yeah because he's so good he has a weird body which with with juice he would have been oh my god vince mcmahon's favorite thing but not scott hall was on the juice i don't think he was on that much juice like he was on like he was on stepdad levels of juice beautiful beautiful i am beautiful moron (laughs) whoa what happened with that second part just a bimbo uh, I like the first part. Busty of that word. R- <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Thank you. I am busty. <laughs> busty. I am busty and I am cum busty. So I want to point out we are 51 minutes in. I assume we're, we're 1994. In t- we're in 1994. This is when Shawn Michaels' career ends. No. Um, are we just going to keep going to the end or are we going to do this in multiple parts? No, we're going to go to the end. 
Good. Let's keep going. I'm going to need a break in the next 20 minutes to take a piss, but we can keep firing up from now. I want to talk about the ladder match. I want to talk about the time after the ladder match, and I want to talk about my favorite time in Shawn Michaels' career um, when he got that back injury and wasn't on TV for a while. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about – we should just do an episode just Commissioner Shawn Michaels. We never get to Christian Shawn Michaels or Christian DX. I'm going to say this. Commissioner Shawn Michaels was the best uh, authority figure the WWE ever had. Yeah, I really like those authority figures that just show up sometimes and then go, hey, this is happening now, and then they just seemingly go away. And they're like, I guess they're just letting all this other fucked up shit happen. It's because you kept forgetting that he worked there. That's like when he showed up to put uh, Steve Austin in the uh, WrestleMania 15 and like Vince McMahon, no, you didn't win. It was just sort of like, oh, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was great. Just good old, like, Steve Austin's at a bar in Texas. Who's he sitting at the bar with? A guy who's definitely always at a bar in Texas. You guessed it, it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you know, if you're nice to the bartender, they'll just pour you pills. Yeah, you know, if you're nice to the bartender, they'll let you sometimes break into their car and steal their stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shawn Michaels, obviously, was the reason that they got Kevin Nash Diesel into the WWF. He's his bodyguard. And, obviously, one of the better bodyguard piece of shit combos i mean them as a tag team they do such fucking good shit dude the fucking and it's such a simple move but standing on nash's shoulders because they're higher than the turnbuckle and doing the splash and that being your finisher is such a fucking awesome idea oh it's so fucking amazing the whole thing is combined really good the one problem they had which is what was their name when they became a tag team later on two cool dudes with attitudes oh no two dudes with attitudes that's Fuck cool. you, Vince. It is not cool. During you don't that think time, it's cool. I do not. With the dude the time where uh, Sean wore a lot of leather Castro hats, you know what I mean? With a lot of like, oh male, yeah, yeah like, <laughs> the leather Castro hat. Like, uh, yeah, like, I want a communist revolution where everyone gets in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the amount of just mirrored things Sean wore to the ring in this period is insane. Like, just uh, who's your world champion? That gentleman uh, with all of those metal crosses on those chaps—they're hanging off. So oh yeah, you know that he's tough. And then just bone Sonny. Yeah. And then, oh, yes. In this period, he forms a weird cabal backstage that nearly controls the company. Um, he They basically ruin the town of Montreal as a drawing power for 10 years because, uh, Sean, or because Diesel won't just acknowledge that people from former territories were um, are going to draw people, so they lose to the pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, Shawn Michaels is having a full affair with Sonny in front of Chris Candido and is doing nothing to hide it. And the click is kind of like... Yeah, this is weird, man. I hate it. Or also love it. I think they watch him have sex. I'm not sure. They guard the door while they fuck. That's the story I heard. From, yeah. It, that's from Sonny's book. Yeah, that sounds about right. They guard the door while they fuck. Um, Sean also talked about a, a, a lot in a very like, listen, I feel bad that she was such a slut and that I'm cool. It's kind of how I remember it being in the book. And then we get to Uncle Eric calling and being like, yo, you guys want to get all the money? I want to hurt Vince. And they were like, do we? We do. And then Sean um, does not go with them because Sean, for all of his bluster and all that sort of stuff, knows that Vince McMahon is the key to everything, and Vince McMahon is the boy. Like, like if, with Vince McMahon will make Shawn Michaels the Hulk Hogan. If Shawn Michaels is in a company with Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels is television champion and part of the NWO. Yeah, Shawn Michaels probably no. He, I don't know, man. That that's a very interesting thought. I think that he's 
maybe where Brett is, but maybe that's just being lazy about it. But I think that he's enough of a fucking asshole to get what he wants. Yeah, but the thing is, is that you have to. He's in his, by the way, he's like before his back injury and he has to stop everything. Like he has, he once again fucks his back up super bad and has to be written off television because he has huge injuries. And like he's just basically like a pill head who's going out all night and then fucking just being Getting a hurt, like, in the ring doing like hour-long matches at house shows because think about who the champions were before this it's like hogan you know savage obviously but like i, I guess you would just say mainly hogan it's like okay the wrestling wwf style is just like long maybe 12 15 minute long matches 20 minutes really happens yeah exactly Every and then Shawn michaels turns minute. that into i get punched and then i fall on my top of my head and die yeah, like it's in, and like it becomes, it just becomes untenable. It becomes this weird situation, but also no one really does anything to address it. Other wrestlers more and more resent and hate him throughout this time period. And also, a lot yeah. of people can't figure out why Vince McMahon, and I being one of them, can't figure out why Vince McMahon let this behavior go on for so long. But I think part of it was a combination of he saw Sean as his creation. I think that also he realized that Sean was loyal to him at a time when no one else was loyal to him, and Vince is insane. And also, I think just, Vince liked him. Like, bear in mind, Vince never flew out on the road to meet with five other wrestlers in a Cocos like he did with the fucking stupid click. Like, it's very, mm. very bizarre the power that Vince endowed these wrestlers with. And I think that that also taught him moving forward just treat them all like shit and they'll never organize. Um, which leads to it's WrestleMania 12. Well, you Sean get the and- Vader feud too, where it's like they bring Vader in specifically well, to work with Michaels. They bring Vader in specifically to be the monster Michael's faces as soon as he's after the champion, which, by the way, they never do again. He becomes the champion. He has the match with Vader. Vader just beats him up because that's what Vader does. And Sean can't handle it and starts being a fucking asshole in the like, ring. Like, on, yeah, in the ring. Like, Move, you fucking idiot. Like, that's the shit. SummerSlam thing is crazy. It's also crazy yeah. they haven't edited it out because you, you, you see really how fake wrestling is because Sean goes from an elbow drop to simply landing on his feet, kicking him and yelling, move! Yeah, that's crazy. And if anyone knows you're at a new job and then just having a guy who's like one of the managers be that much of a cunt to you? Also, like, also that much of a cunt in front of Jim Cornette? Like, this is the stuff where Jim Cornette is still like, I'll fucking kill Shawn Michaels. Like, like he still is like, he disrespected me and he disrespected Jose Lothario. Like, he hated that Jose Lothario became part of his whole thing and they presented him like... Um, like Sean is uh, Mickey and that, or Sean is Rocky and that's Mickey. But they did that so Vin, uh, Vader and Jim Cornette could attack Jose Lothario and it would be a thing. But then Sean wouldn't like Sean wouldn't cooperate and let them build storylines. It was such a fucking irritating time. Yeah, and then you get the whole like the the Iron Man match at WrestleMania with him and Bret Hart. Bret still says this is his favorite match, but I watched that match live and Bret talks about it in his book where it is so obvious who's going to win because, like, Brett comes down to the ring walking. Shawn yeah. Michaels comes from the sky. Like, I don't That's think they're going to the have thing. the guy who comes from the sky on a zip line lose. Yeah. Also, like, it ended, I don't know, I never have enjoyed that Iron Man match. I've never been able to get through it without fast-forwarding. Of course it's just... If you know what happens, there's no way to enjoy it. And even, I remember watching it, yeah, I just don't, I don't care. I never enjoyed, I love Bret Hart in 97 but good god pre-wrestlemania 13 bret hart is boring sometimes in that fucking ring holy shit bags well yeah i mean it's a different style 
But spice it up. The fans are not into it, bud. I need to be able to do it. What do you think he should have done? Pile driver on the apron? Yeah. (laughs) Pile driver on the apron. Stab. Maybe stab Mm -hmm. him. Go full New Jack. Yeah, yeah. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels in name landmine match. Oh my god, you're not fast forwarding. <laughs> yeah, Bret Hart finds a way to just hold just does a fucking top wrist lock on top of a landmine. It sets oh off, god. they both die, but he's like I-, I hold the wrist lock. Yeah, I held the wrist lock. He didn't reverse it, so I win. Apparently, Shawn Michaels was working without an ACL. How does he get this? You know why? Cuz it's like 300 nights a year, you're falling off that fucking ring post, bitch. I can also explain it uh, because I was speaking to friend of the show, Colt Bung Cabana about this, about because uh, we both have fucked up shoulders. And he's like, it's wear and tear. Like my body is like things don't like get injured overnight. It's just like you literally wear out that membrane in your body because you're not supposed to hit your knee against something every night for 10 years. You know what it is? It's the fucking old WWF rings is like Sean's wrestling like a fucking not high flight, but like a '90s high flying style, and it's the WWF rings were like notoriously harsh. Yeah, which is why like everyone's style was like punch, body slam, you know. Yeah, like when they get to the top in the WWF, basically their in ring style is just not to be touched by anyone. Yes, and then you get the uh, the Sunny Days comment, where basically, which is so oh, funny. Oh yeah, it's such a dick move. You're fucking the girl I'm fucking. Which is so funny because it's like basically Brett's like you're. You're fucking blowing up my spot because I am for real constantly cheating on my wife and it's sick. But not, but like you just literally talked about the one woman I'm not cheating on my wife with you. Which is why it's, which is why it's such a good move. Like it's because it's that thing of uh, I was not cheating on you with Sunny, dear. And I can corroborate that because I was cheating on you with three other people. <laughs> How am I supposed to have sex with Sunny when I'm having sex with these other women who are trying to get your number? To- <laughs> Let me tell you, I'll never forget this. I was on the road in Canada. Uh, I believe it was northern Ontario. And the comedian, apropos of nothing, just looked at me after we had just received a text and went, you want to know how you get away with cheating on your wife? Always deny it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the guy just left the room. And in my head, I just went, he just got a text being caught cheating on his wife again. That's what that told me. <laughs> um, so we get Michaels in 97 becomes pervert Shawn Michaels. And... I think he's it, wearing South Park shirts. He's wearing ooh, belly tees. He this is, is good, Shawn Michaels, because it's like you always Shawn knew this Michael. was in him. And when they had Babyface Shawn Michaels, the character was basically like, "Hey, this guy's hot. Isn't that fun?" <laughs> like, hey, little okay. kids, are you sexually attracted to this grown man? And now it's like he did dress just like a ma- like what a '90s male stripper was. It was like the perma fucking beard, yeah. like not a beard, but just like the five o'clock shadow. Stubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was he at this time. At this point, by the way, he was super broke, so posed in Playgirl magazine, yep. which they, hog. they did. They show. I didn't think they showed his hog because they put look the at spread. it right now. I have seen it. It's the belt is over the hog. I thought. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna go to my fabulous incognito window. Of course. <laughs> um. No, actually, this is the one porn I want everyone to know. I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But continue. Everybody. So, uh, Degeneration X begins because of this is the best era of Degeneration X is Rick Rude, Shawn yeah. Michaels, China, two managers, and, and Triple H, two managers, unheard of, unseen. Great. I think that's a great idea. You have Rick Rude is essentially New Diesel, which is weird because it was like Rick Rude's the tough guy, but I'm like, 
I remember watching Rick Rude grow up. I'm like, isn't this guy the chicken shit heel who always gets atomic dropped and then his dick hurts? <laughs> I remember this being explained by Jim Ross and it made me really happy, which is we don't know what Rick Rude's there to do. You know what I mean? Like they kind of, that's how they presented it. Like, what's he going to do? What's he going to get up to? He's a naughty boy. Yeah, this is stupid because it's all just him in a fucking towel. Show your yeah, hog, you fucking pussy. Yeah, he does not show his penis. He's not like when we did play Girl Magazine. You must Maggie. be 18 plus to view this community. I am 18 plus. Let's go. Finally. This is great. Shawn Michaels in Playgirl Magazine. Not safe for worth, but no dong. <laughs> 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 it's just honestly, none of this, none of this is like, dude, he's such a wee. Yeah, okay. So you see butt. Yeah, because the, the belt is around his, his dinger. His dick. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know. Yeah, I can believe it. Dylan. No one wants to see his dick more than me. Let's not let's not mince words here. Yeah. Anyway, let me tell you what happens with the worst OnlyFans. Or the best. Joins um uh joins DX, defeats Bret Hart. No problems with that mm-hmm. match. Not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> so we should talk a bit more about DX. Like they say the F word that has my last name in it on TV. Oh you like that. They uh oh Michael's God, really was- just has so much more charisma than anybody in that stable like anybody in that company dylan that like i'm sean michaels this was the best sean michaels has ever been sean michaels was this fucking like dynamic shitty heel he got the bear in mind he got the belt in the montreal screw job and was not touched by any of that heat because he just immediately was just kind of like i'm a dick though and everyone was like yeah he is like he just it was amazing you want to see how to do a modern wrestling heel with the fans being aware that wrestling is not uh is wrestling is a work this is how you do it Shawn michaels is so fucking good in this moment so i think this is extenuating good. circumstances though because you're never going to get a guy like Shawn michaels literally Shawn michaels is cm punk with a pill problem like he has that level of indignation towards everyone else in the company like yes i am the best even though i'm slurring my words even though i am delivering a promo into what i think is a microphone but it's just a bunch of straws and an arby's yeah like it is fucking nuts you're so right that that's exactly who he is he is cm punk the cokehead like he's literally because like the, yeah people were a lot this is the secret sauce to wrestling and it's not good people were allowed to be just like criminals yeah, and would be on television, so you'd be like, "I fucking hate that guy." It's like, yeah, because he's a criminal and he's doing really, like, he's doing criminal behavior, and that's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, if someone is an asshole, then they get immediately taken off of the company, which they should be. But yeah, wrestling has to blur that line where it's like, okay, well, at least the promos are real. Like that's why everyone loves promos, is because you don't need to fucking take it easy on someone. You can actually have a verbal altercation. Because no one will get yeah. hurt. It feels it feels real, but it's also yeah. yeah. I don't know what is in. I always have to say this about Shawn Michaels in this period of time, which is: Do you think that Brett believed Shawn uh, about the screw job? Because I remember watching that wrestling with shadows, and I'll tell you this about Shawn Michaels: He genuinely does seem like fuck this shit. Uh, I think that he's. Do you think Brett? No, no. I think Brett just like was. To me, I think Brett was like just um, mad at Vince because he knew who to actually be mad at. Yeah, and the thing to remember, Sean, this isn't Sean. Yeah, the pill popper who just took off a like who literally came once came out of a hotel room, took a condom off of his dick, threw it at a a, um, 
at the bellhop and went, that's my package, and then went into a different hotel room? No, I don't think this guy pulled this off. But it is funny to be a guy who just fucking cheats on people's, like the, like one cheater thinks the other cheater has no honor. It's very funny to me. Yeah, it's exactly, yeah. This guy, this guy only cheats on a one woman? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, this guy steps out, wait, so when he does his crazy sex parties, he's not, there's not another woman crying at home? Wait a minute. That. Yeah, wait. So, like, the person that's being hurt is a man? No. No, 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 no. How's it going to get harder? The best there was and the best there ever will be at uh, making my wife on. cry. Yeah. <laughs> I am the excellence of execution if execution meant on purpose leaving text messages that would hurt my wife. Here are some things I invented. Okay? The idea that you could just be a professional athlete and be a successful professional wrestler and gaslighting. Yeah, following things, following things that we wouldn't have if it weren't for Bret Hart. Looking a woman in the face, even though she just saw you fucking two people, and saying, no, you're wrong. I'm mm. into that. You're crazy. What? This yeah. isn't happening. Yeah, what are you, like, your, this is like your mom talking. <laughs> yeah, your mom's, yeah. You know, me and your mom have been talking. We think you have some problems. Anyway, I'm going to go finish this not three-way. Yeah, I use the one thing you need to remember is I named my two two of my kids after parts of knives. In no way am I a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so did you know this? Did you know that they call that match the Shawn Michaels um, submitting Bret Hart with the sharpshooter in Montreal, the Montreal Screwjob? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, why? Because the fans uh, were over. Yeah. Because they did not present the commentary bilingually because it was in French Canada. Yeah, they screwed the French people out of hearing Quebecois French. <laughs> that's Again. actually that's actually why they called it that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said that, and then it was right. Um, of course, the Montreal screw job. Less said about that, the better. Jim Cornette apparently invented it, along with everyone else. Oh boy. Anyway, yeah, every you guys can hear a lot of people talk a lot about that and whatever. Anyway, yeah, well, I want to talk about the thing. better thing, which is Kane briefly joining DX, and then oh, they kept yeah. questioning whether no or dick. not he got burnt off. Yeah, did your dick get burnt off in the fire? This is that how was after Shawn Michaels was no, retired. They first bring it up when because Kane briefly joins DX in this Ooh. weird time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a weird like the booking. The booking between the Montreal Screwjob and WrestleMania 14 is so just sort of like, look, the belt is on a cokehead. We need to get the belt off a cokehead, and we need to make sure the cokehead is cool with that. Is everyone cool with that? And then they were like, we have just told the cokehead everything. And they're like, fuck. Like, this, it gets really <laughs> Vince Russo really quickly. Like, they do Owen Hart. Uh, Owen Hart attacks uh, Shawn Michaels after his first title defense against Ken Shamrock. That builds to nothing because very quickly Shawn is like, no, we will not be having me against the hearts anymore. And they just kind of drop it. Yeah. yeah. Very awkward and weird. Very awkward and weird. Then you get No Way Out of Texas, which um, Shawn literally just doesn't show up to. And, they ha and he's replaced by Savio Vega. Well, this is in the aftermath of the casket match against the undertaker where Shawn michaels does the thing that i don't think you ever need to have all the bumps on the, on the casket well it's just he hits the side of the cat like you know you hit the edge of something you accidentally run into the edge of something you know how you do that at walking speed how that would hurt yeah then you imagine being thrown like yeah that into the, it that's, is but it, it really makes me uncomfortable even talking about it 
And he's so fucked on pills at this point, he's basically threatening no-show WrestleMania, which they've spent so much money. And because- bear in mind, it's Mike Tyson. Also, he already yeah. had other back injuries. Like It's that thing of, like, he was already taking time off after that Royal Rumble mm-hmm. anyway. He's fucked. It, like, he's fucked. And then they're like, oh, he basically injured his injury. Um Headed on into ooh, headed on over to WrestleMania 14. Did the business for Stevie A. That's great um, because the great when he actually does it. So well, obviously the rumor is that the Undertaker was put on alert to make I don't think sure it, Sean did business, which is hilarious. That's China not would a, just beat up the Undertaker badly, and then that would have been. That. Oh my God! Would I have? This I would is have, my I yard. Would, Stop oh my punching God. me in my yard. Imagine if I would, there would be, it would be hard to stop me if I got a time machine not to go back and make it. So the UFC is Mark Calloway versus Joni Lawyer Larver in a cage. How fucking awesome would that be? UFC Here's the thing I have a problem with. Kevin Nash, I guess, is the there's there's a couple. There's a couple people who I am I will say it as this is a I will deviate from this. But the Undertaker, people forget this. His character was he was a zombie, and then he wanted to, you know, MMA. In the end of the day, he's a basketball player, and who is like afraid of basketball players? So yeah, kick him you know in the I mean? knee. He's six ten. That's strong. Yes, sure. Maybe probably strong. Probably very strong. Anyway, I don't know. So that someone talks about how strong they are, and I've never heard a story like at least so this Bradshaw. Is... Bradshaw beat up someone smaller than him. I've never heard a story where the Undertaker was like, and then he beat that. He's always like, "Hey, watch it, or I'll beat you up," and everyone's like, "Watch it." I guess. Watch it, or you're going to have to go to wrestler's court or other things that'll stop me from having to actually be physical. See, I'd win the fight because I have a tombstone. It's a real move. So here is the thing that is that no one understands about Americans that I genuinely think, which is Americans do, like, like have bought into the whole, like, if you be it, you're it. Like, that's the thing where they were like, well, Trump was the president because he said he was the president, so he can yeah, be yeah, a president. Yeah, if you, uh, you so what, something you think, therefore you are, yeah. Yeah, and Canadians are as people are like, nah, I'll take you down. Like, I'm going to know how to take you down, which is why I think that any Canadian can beat up any American wrestler because any American wrestler, CM Punk is an example of this of his UFC, Undertaker and the way he positions himself, he's like, I'm a big tub guy. And I guarantee you and I in a room with either one of those guys could take him down in five seconds because we'd either establish the weakness or they won't fight dirty. Newsflash, CM Punk, I'll fight you. <laughs> but guess what? The first thing I'm doing is I'm taking out a knife and trying to stab you. There, I win the fight. I'll say this: I don't think I would beat up the Undertaker. I do. Well, I, I, I don't know. Actually, it depends. Now, maybe. Now, maybe. Also, does he know the fight's about to happen? Do I have a weapon? I think I could beat up the you Undertaker do, if it was no. from behind with a bat. Yeah, a hundred percent. All fights. That, but I you, won. That was a fight. I, I would say you, immediately after <laughs> hitting him with the bat in the back of the head, I'd say that was a fight, and I won. I'd, 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 I'd agree with you. I would agree with you. I'd be like, I saw, I saw that it was all. a fair fight and I won. He was right. It was a fair fight. Um, did you know this? Did you know Stone Cold Steve Austin wins the match at WrestleMania? And here's on. my favorite part is that Shawn Michaels, a spectacular piece of shit. People talk about CM. Here's the thing about CM Punk is that he's a piece of shit. And, but he's like, people will stand by and say he is not a piece of shit. Even Kevin Nash is like best friend will say Shawn Michaels was such a piece of it at this time. And there's video evidence. This is one of the greatest, most unprofessional things I've ever seen. He's lying on his back, selling the stunner because he's dead. He's just lost the title. He's chewing. He's chewing yeah. the gum just to be like, fuck wrestling. Fuck this shit. Yeah. But Shawn Michaels two years ago was told to retire. Still doing crazy bumps. Still wants to be the best wrestler of all time. 
driven by this and has a i mean all intents and purposes a pretty crap match he does sell i thought he sold the punch really well from mike tyson I thought I think that was really more, good. I think it's the best of Sean. I think it's the best Austin. It's the best coronation of a champion the WWE has ever done. That match just it feels just like it's just like we're all here. We're gonna sit here for three hours because at the end we want to watch that guy win the belt. That's what it feels like. It's yeah. great. Sean played his role perfectly. I think there's nothing else better that could have been done. And also, like I said, one of the great things that happened. And one of the few instances where vince mcmahon sticks by his dude is vince mcmahon keeps paying Shawn michaels for his sacrifice essentially that helped the company stay above water like say what you will about the nwo way better better angle than blah 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 but like Shawn michaels bret hart kept that my company afloat because if you want to actually watch pro wrestling then they switched roles vince mcmahon Kept paying Shawn Michaels because he knew the second he stopped paying that that guy was going to be at in WCW, bad mouthing the WWF. I yeah. like Vince, like he can be all like, oh, oh, oh. no, fuck yourself. I know, I yeah. know what happened. I know the secret. I know what happened. Thank you. All right, so then he sits out for four years. Does co? <laughs> we should um we should take a break on this and come back. <laughs> you need to blow your nose. <laughs> This is me. Uh, this is me doing my impression of Shawn Michaels for the years he was not wrestling. Mm. Mm. That's pretty fucking cool to be like. I love cocaine, and now I have six figures a year to just snort, and I know I'm going to get six, six figures next year. That's fucking. Sick. Yeah, he snorted coke and hunted, and it healed his and back. And then you know what happened? And then what happened when WCW was bought by WWE? Time. To, Sean's Sean's going Sean to was like fuck. I need to clean up. And then he came back to wrestling, baby, because he knew he was going to get fucking fi hired. A hundred percent. And That's we dope. will. I just found God, actually, because yeah, I, I just need found money. God because I need someone to pay these bills. And my stupid fucking wife, who was a nitro girl, won't fucking do it. Bitch. I, was like, I guarantee he said that. That woman, I guarantee. How come there were no stuff. nitro men? More on that after the break. Yeah, exactly. Men's rights for nitro participants. See you in a bit after nitro the break. Nitro men. Welcome to Driving Truck with Stan Hansen. If you want to hit a deer, get up. If the deer's alive, you give it a lariat and you fuck it to make it a woman. You're going to love the Stan Hansen Driving Podcast. Fucking lariat, man. We're here at Stan Hansen Truck Driving Podcast. Every episode, we're going to tell you where you can take a shit when you're driving through Japan. Is it at Giant Baba's house? Usually. Download wherever a podcast. What is that? Hey, join my Patreon where I get to see your dick. That's it. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see your fucking dick. Uh, we're, we just saw the Jean-Benet Ramsey murder. Guess who did it? Shawn Michaels. Super kicked her into the next life. Are you serious? That's right. <laughs> I am serious still, and I'm telling the truth. Yeah, I'm, truth I guarantee Shawn Michaels knows all the suspects for that, though, being he was in the AWA. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh, Jean Looks Ramsey? like a Buck Zoom off angle, anyway. Yeah, I, have, I smell Jim Brunzel ever uh, from a <laughs> mile Jim. away. Um, John Michaels for four Spends years. Four years does, does cocaine and does cocaine and hunts in San Antonio, oh, stopping only yeah. to hunts go in the in, city like Predator. Yeah, exactly. Hunts in this like Predator Two, Predator One. They're in the jungle. You fuck. Uh, stops only to go to an event where the Nitro Girls are, and then he marries one of them. That's their That's story. So is fucking s- sick. Basically, he's like, basically, Kevin Nash is like, there's a real hot girl here. And then Kevin Nash wants to fuck her, probably. And Sean, to stop him, marries her. 
and then as a result became a Christian. <laughs> like it is. Yeah, nuts. that's so crazy that that's like a fucking sick ass meme. You know, pussy so good. Yeah. He's a fundamentalist Christian now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's more like cocaine was definitely going to kill him, so he just was like, "Well, I can still be an Dude, asshole." One hundred percent. She was like, he was like doing fucking key bumps but he had like he became a caretaker so he had a lot of keys and then she was like you know you don't have to do this and he was like really and then she went jesus christ blah 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 and he was like all right well this is what happens no, like, a- some guy goes in rehab and then they come out religious and they're like you know it's you, you, you gotta do what you gotta do to save your own life no dylan here's what happened you're and you're 100 percent right on that's crazy to get married they she had to to marry Rebecca, the pair had to negotiate her release from WCW with a guarantee she couldn't sign for WWE. How crazy, crazy were the Monday Night Wars? Where it was like, I want to get married. And they were like, I think this bitch is on to something. Just keep on marrying the female. And then Vince finds out about this. So like, Wait a minute. Okay. Why don't you? Okay, here you go, Road Dog. You go marry Eric Bischoff. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So we can you marry, marry Goldberg and I'll marry Sting. Do you want to know how I got the radicals? I married Eddie. <laughs> um, to Vicky. He had a different wife. I killed her. <laughs> That's why he died. He was trying to get away from me. You know the movie The Game? I started watching it and then I fell asleep and I've been trying to finish it with Eddie Guerrero's life ever since. <laughs> so Sean literally for four years is having back surgeries. And like as a pillhead, probably having the fucking having the license the to do painkillers the been best like, time like wait a minute are you just telling me i have to play video games for my mind um everyone <laughs> let's do some pills let's do yeah. let's do some pills baby i'm uh sean michaels i'm doing pills uh <laughs> he appeared briefly to make a televised speech at wwf new york uh in december of 2000 which is super funny to me because it's like his Dylan was, you know, the plane's going to hit this place or somewhere close. Yeah. And everyone was like, let me tell you, if anything. Like, hey, yeah, fucking red pilled. Have you guys ever fucking listened to fucking Bill Cooper? He's going to be killed yeah. soon after whatever happens to New York happens. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dylan, have you been, did you ever go to WWE New York? I went with my dad and I remember. First of all, point, it was WWF at that point. So maybe just me. fucking get the name of the restaurant correct. Well, that's right. Because they changed it. Because after they changed it to WWE, they changed it to The World. Uh, um, it's like when I opened the Soft Rock Cafe and buried the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, exactly. No one wanted poison when you could have yeah, but, James Taylor salad. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, do you have the Fleetwood Mac and cheese? Yeah. Yeah. I see Would fire like and I see rain. I see hot spices <laughs> on a summer day. That's right. Come into fucking the Soft Rock Cafe. We also swear at the end. <laughs> super laid back. We fucking swear here. All of our fucking waiters are sitting down when they, yeah, sure. they're they're on <laughs> they're on mobilized lawn chairs you can help yourself at the jimmy buffett <laughs> oh yeah the jimmy buffet that's got a lot of pineapples and a lot of other stuff i don't know you cut it yourself we're too late to do the actual cooking. exactly yeah all of the food is raw but we have a stove if you want to cook it we're laid yeah, if you want to cook it like, cafe. like some sort of fucking weirdo cook. yeah but we don't cook our food here we just listen to the words of another classic Hollow Notes song. By the way, if you'd like some <laughs> Hollow Notes, that's on our breakfast menu only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hollow some oats. Oh, my God. Uncooked oats. Eat it. Soft Rock Cafe. <laughs> Soft Rock Cafe. Whoa, are you Don Henley? I am. 
I'm that's also right. the line. Donald cook. Trump can eat here too because Don Henley loves him. No, Does wait, Don that's Hen- the other guy. Who's the other guy from the Eagles? Glenn Fry, he's dead. No. There Joe Walsh? Go. Joe Walsh, conservative. Oh, he doesn't like Donald Trump. So anyway, Joe Walsh does not like Donald Trump. Trust one me. One of the craziest <laughs> matches of all time is go when Sean Michels comes back from many back surgeries. He looks like a new man. You can tell because he doesn't have that cocky look on his face. He just looks worried all the time. He's worried about God's wrath, which he should yeah, be because he, yeah, he should be. clear-mindedly remembers the 80s now. Yeah, and most um, of the 90s and a good portion of the 2000s as well. Oh, yeah. He's the type of guy that can't go to AA because if you tell anybody, someone knows. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll never forget all those times. Uh, Sean, did you do any of this drunk? No, no, no. I drank to celebrate all of these activities. You g- get the fuck out. G- get the fuck out of this AA meeting. Sean Michaels oh, got banned from, a, from an, uh, an AA meeting for being too honest. <laughs> Another thing. I forgot about this. Shawn Michaels obviously coming back to wrestling. Great storyline. But like a lot of things that end up great but start out fucking weird, like fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin himself, when Stone before Stone Cold had the, like, you know, smash the glass theme song, he had, like, a weird one. Um, Shawn Michaels started, came back to wrestling in 2002 as a member of the NWO. Yes, where he it was did. Like, hey, you think we're just going to ruin the original invasion angle? Well, we're going to ruin this second one too, fuckos. Yeah. No one remembers this. This is the Gold Dust Booker T era of the yes, NWO. Yes, where the whole show was Booker T and Gold Dust because that was like the only thing they had. They drove it into the ground. Basically, oh. it was like... This is the weirdest time in wrestling. Like, I don't know anyone who watched wrestling at this time. Like, this was like... But this is like exactly what wrestling would become over the next 20 years, which is, hey, something is hot on the show. Why don't we protect it and make it like a top face thing? No, let's drive it into the ground with them doing their catchphrase and Triple H will win. Yeah, that sounds right. Hey, uh, is there any way we can work Triple H just beating both of them in five minutes into this? The answer is no. Well, he did. Um, Yeah, so he comes back as part of the NWO. Very quickly, they just move into this weird Triple H, Sean, have unfinished business. But you have to remember, at this point, they actually have an opponent for Triple H. The fans are so already burnt out by this whole thing and don't care and are starting to get behind Chris Benoit, which is very interesting. So they have two awesome matches. I believe it's Elimination Chamber, which is where he's in those weird brown trunks at Survivor Series. And then you have the Armageddon match where he's in jeans where they beat the fuck out of each other. And it's very exciting. And then you have WrestleMania 20 where they had a match with each other and no one else was there. He comes back at SummerSlam. uh, And it's a great idea because it's like, obviously, you have the unfinished business of Sean used... Sorry. Hunter took Sean Stable and became the fucking face of the company. Yeah. And now the old face of the company is coming back to face the new face of the company. And it's also clack, clack, classic click booking where, oh, yeah, I'll sell it all job to another one of the guys in this fucking group. Yeah, but no to my literal best friend. Guy coming back from, what, four years on the shelf? And now he looks like, now he has, like, weird straightened hair. He can beat me up. But, yeah, uh, you know, drop Rob Van Dam can't. I've never seen a bald man have such a long ponytail. I bet you he's pretty good at beating me up, too. <laughs> but yeah, he beats uh, he beats Hunter at the street fight, and then he beats him again in the Elimination Chamber. First Elimination Chamber match. And that first street fight now, like, mind you, this oh, is Oh, sorry, I had it the wrong way around. I was not watching wrestling at this point, but people are like, basically his back was so fucked 
and the reason he was gone for four years was his back was fucked. And then you're just like watching this dude take huge bumps on his back. It's why everyone was like, this guy's going to die. Well, it's also this weird thing of he basically just rested for four years. I don't know. And he, like it, it helped to heal his body in general. He also isn't mainlining cocaine because he apparently kept passing out once his son was born because he kept just doing pills, showed up at some events, eventually got into rehab, has been sober ever since, which is sad because he would have died and that would have been better. But instead he came back. <laughs> and... Let's be totally honest. Those people have to watch their attackers succeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's basically like Shawn Michaels is Bill Cosby minus consequences, plus just being a horrible piece of shit. And um, he comes back and begins to have one of the greatest second acts in the history of pro wrestling. It basically this is the other come- ultimate question, and we'll do it halfway through. Which one's better? 2000s Michaels or 90s Michaels? The best Michaels is 97 Michaels. Second best Michaels is this Michaels, where it's just kind of, is this particular Michaels, which I'm going to call Return to Christian DX, which is kind of like, I believe Christian in Christian DX jumps the shark, yeah. But I also believe in super kicks. And then everyone's like, me too. Me fucking too, man. They lucked out so much, WWE did, during this period. Because like they oh, not only do they have the Undertaker on SmackDown, but they have Shawn Michaels on Raw, and it's like you have two guys who never need to touch a belt, and you automatically have two main events on every single show because you have Shawn Michaels who at any point is like basically doing the best work of his career because he's like actually can and keep in mind this, he's gone and come back. He's still only thirty eight. This is the thing that's nuts, is he's our age now. Yeah. Thirty seven. Pardon me. He's going to be our age in 2023. Uh, he has already retired four years, come back, and goes on to have what a run. Holy shit. The, this is the time of him and Jericho have a great feud that culminates at a match at WrestleMania 19. That's really fun. This is the culmination of him and Triple H that leads to the three-way at WrestleMania. And he's jobbing. 20. He's jobbing all the time. Couldn't give a fuck. Um, it's a real shame that Chris Benoit had to go murder his family because good God, what a great WrestleMania main event. And by the way, shows you really how to book a competitive triple threat match. You, cause you know how it's going to end and still you watch it being like, Ooh, this is really fun. Well, it's the first instance of the, Holy fuck. Are they actually going to do this? The guy, you know, the guy who goes against every archetype of what this company likes, which is so interesting because the other part, Aids Shawn Michaels' longevity during the second act of his career is he ditches the steroids. Yeah, that's he does not do steroids. He's back to basically his body is the exact same as it was when he's like in the Rockers in 1988. I was about to say the same thing. Is he basically becomes what if the Rockers Shawn Michaels was a fun dad? That's basically what he is. It really he's- is. It's like yeah, if you just was like okay, if you pre heel turn Rockers Michaels, just yeah. like. Instead of that heel turn, yeah, he just was like, I'm inst- instead of turning on my friend, I think I'm going to quit this dumb wrestling stuff, and that just came back. <laughs> yeah, I think instead they of also turning- do a Rockers right. reunion that's awesome because it's like the way that those guys are high flyers oh, and how I young would- they are when they start, they could do the exact same matches they did in the 80s. And then it's awesome, awesome booking where it's like Jannetty just comes out, they fire him. And it's like well, a have, real fucking shitty thing to do, and it really just sells. And Michael honestly looks like such a fucking... He's so good at looking like a dad who's just been yelled at by his wife. <laughs> that every, yeah. every single promo is just him with that fucking thinning hair looking down and someone scolding him for being a piece of shit in the 90s, and that's the entire run. 
also, can I just say this? And I love this part is we also have the Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels feud, which is wrapped up in the the Rockers. One of the most unsung. That fucking Dylan, let's you and me fly to a location that's equidistant between Los Angeles, California. Mm -hmm. Watch that match. Strip totally naked. Make love. (laughs) Love. That match got me back into wrestling. So did I. The build of that match. It's so much better than any of his Undertaker matches. So much better than any, and also the build, him putting Marty Jannetty and attacking Sensational Sherry, and then Kurt Angle just monotonely going, this is Sean, this is Sean. Like, you're just like, because this is also, by the way, it's literally, like, the meta narrative also is Kurt Angle is literally, he is a head and he is a body, and there is no neck there, and he is on drugs. And he is yeah. literally, hey, Sean Michaels, um, uh, I'm you, except instead of drugging women, I just wrestle. Let's. And I go on the radio and talk about how much I want to have sex with fat people. It's but. legit. It's Shawn Michaels is a better he babyface, sorry, than he was back in '96, and it's like the inverse of his feud with. Because like, this is like an open secret, and I don't think I've heard many people talk about it. And it's not that much of a secret anyway. People are going to think it's going to be more scandalous than it is. But Kurt Angle just basically after he was Howdy Doody, once he shaved his head. He just took a Ken Shamrock's character. Yeah, he just became he became Ken Shamrock the wrestler. Like it was Ken Shamrock, was, but actually good at this. Yeah, exactly. If Ken Shamrock wasn't always like if Ken Shamrock, they didn't have to say stuff that really toughened him up to wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Like you know when he was eleven, he used to sleep in cars. One of the craziest mm-hmm. things Jim Ross has ever said, which is really saying something at this point. Um, but this that is would be this, great if uh, like, eh, Ken Shamrock was actually his Shamrock's not a family name. He was adopted, which statistically means he's been molested. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you why Sean's, uh, Ken's tough. His dad used to beat him, and he can't really know love. That's right. He was seen as the best one of the brothers, none of which were. So this man, Wayne Shamrock, essentially just uh, adopted children and then forced them to fight each other. Anyway, yeah. a little snapmare going on. First of all, uh, that is Bill Watts's maneuver. Uh, and that, my, there is a dropkick textbook. Uh, let me tell you where <laughs> Ken Ranch Shamrock played football. That would have been the yard at Juvie in Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> that movie that Burt Reynolds did in the 70s that's where he played football anyway mm. uh, now in 2006 there was a reunion of DX and this really is terrible that's right this is this is them saying Vince it's really bad. a lot oh, this, yes. is, this is the I think of this always which is apparently according to um, according to Mick Foley this is, one of the, this is the fucking Dennis his- Miller thing go ahead this is the Dennis Miller thing where, and we've all done gigs like this, where you're bombing. I feel bad for Dennis Miller. They had guest hosts of Raw. Dennis Miller's trying to do comedy on Raw. It's not going well because, of course, it's not going to go well. Dennis Miller takes know. the ultimate, I'll just take this money gig. I know this isn't going to be good, but whatever. Comes on Raw, and then Triple H and Shawn Michaels like interrupt him. Vince sends them out there because he's bombing and just try and be funnier than Dennis Miller there. And it makes me cringe on a level that I've never watched this. It's it's like obviously I don't agree with Dennis Miller's politics, but it as a comedian it's difficult to watch that and not be like I want to like give Dennis Miller money even though he's already a millionaire. Cuz I also I've been there before where it's like uh get Rick up there this guy's fucking Yeah, everyone's just eating loudly and of course we're playing our steel beam clang game, but this guy's bombing for no reason. Up the oh. clangs. The amount of times that I've had to explain to people that work in comedy clubs that they should know better. My personal favorite was um, doing a bar gig, a or like a pub in England, 
the pub had brought in a TV because someone else had a birthday and they were showing family movies. And then that's in one corner of just a room. And in the other corner, people were trying to have a full comedy show. Five people at the comedy show, a 30 people family group on the other corner. And the promoter stood next to me being like, this guy's never going to make it. He can't get the crowd. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> are you a fucking idiot? Dude, like, crazy. Dude, but yeah, that's insane. what, that's what, Um, yeah, man, this is like, Vince McMahon thinks that he's this is a sketch comedy show and well you have to remember that Generation Xer also they they bury capital B never have I ever seen anyone bury other wrestlers more than Christian DX does and the Spirit Squad yeah yeah the Spirit Squad it's crazy and also because the Spirit Squad had the temerity of being liked by Vince and being young yeah like obviously. And they were super over as male cheerleaders and the kind of like they kind of did like a kind tie gimmick where it's like, oh, we're all weak, but together we're a crazy force. But yeah, it murdered every one of those guys' careers essentially. Obviously, no, Ziggler came back and was whatever, but um DX had a they had a feud with rated RKO, and I remember being shocked that like they actually got to do a beatdown angle. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. That rated RKO and then that culminates in a SummerSlam match. And I remember that this is how I used to I was super poor in Oh no, it culminates at- sorry in the Survivor series and um Oh maybe in the, it's the Summer Where they clean oh, sweep, they sweep the whole match. They beat Edge and they beat them all. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like them versus like the Spirit Squad and Rated yeah, RKO. And they beat them all very easily. Yeah, it stinks. It's sucks, and it's boring, yeah, because, and I hate it. Yeah, and it's crazy. And Edge and Edge and Orton at this by this point had been like really well protected, and then they just fucking light that on fire. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And then basically, then you sort of segue into him. He has the match where it's Vince McMahon uh, and Vince versus uh, Sean and Vince versus God. Um, it's all part of that sort of same storyline. Yes. Um, you eventually then have like it's also this weird sort of thing of like then what happens to you have the Ric Flair's career is ended by Sean building up to that fucking emotional nonsense and then you kind of have the Undertaker duo matches and he retires like this is the thing that's nice about Sean is he's gone away enough that we don't have to think like he's not like he's not like Rick we're like save your money but at the same time like it kind of peters out after Christian DX. What else happens besides the Undertaker? The Undertaker matches there's are still amazing. There's so many good shit. There's so much good shit here. There's um, there's uh the Michaels and Jericho feud, which is like the only time that Chris that's Jericho's that's at- that's earlier. That's WrestleMania 19, is it not? That when they no. have a yeah. Well, no, there's okay, a second that- one. Oh yeah. Well, oh. Jericho comes back as like. He just basically <gasps> does his best Nick Bockwinkle impression. Nick, just, of course. But Sue it's like Jericho. And this is also there's a different level you get to be a star in WWE in the 2000s where not only can you come back sporadically but you also don't have to do steroids anymore and don't have to do steroids anymore Chris Jericho in fuck what year is this? Uh 2000. I want to say like 2000 oh, I know 2008. Exactly. It's 2008, um, 2009, because it's the pre-Jericho yeah. before Save Us Y2J Jericho. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Um, no, you're 100% right. I forgot about the, the second phase of the Yeah, this is like, this is weirdly the Jericho that he should be in AEW now of kind of like King of Wrestling shithead Jericho, not I'm also in Halloween and also. Yeah, I'm Jericho wants, but I get it because like, okay, what do I want to do? I'm in my 50s. I want to 
promote Fozzie and do wrestling at the same time. But anyway, Jericho, they do the they do the angle where uh fuck, my brain's leaving me now, but like he like pulls Michael's wife in front and Michael's ends up hitting his own wife and they're both standing there and it's not like Jericho immediately goes, Oh, I meant to do that. He's like for a second, he's like, Holy fuck, what did I do? Um, because they've been PG long enough that this once again is effective and then Michaels goes, you know, Oh my god, don't please don't make me sleep in the car, you know, mm. divorce man. And it's a great match and Michaels puts him over and Jericho at the same time beats Batista for the title. This is around the time when I I don't know I didn't plan this, but mentioned the friggin' of course. Takes the title off of him because of the Booker T fight. Uh takes the title off of Batista and you get like Really, the best booked Chris Jericho in the in his time in WWE is because of this amazing feud with Shawn Michaels, where literally the whole show is 100% dog shit. Yeah. And this is the other thing about Shawn Michaels that, during this run. The entire show is hot fucking dog shit, and it's just Shawn Michaels being good, unless he's in Christian DX when it's like him. And then it's, like, it's can re- we say frig? I don't even want to say yeah. god dang. I'm going to say Mr. Fuji instead of fuck, and everyone's going to be disappointed, including Mr. Fuji. (laughs) Eight years ago, I said retard on television all the time, but no, now I say frig. Yeah, eight years ago, I pointed at a woman and said, kill her, and then we slit her throat, and Nitro (laughs) still beat us in the ratings, and now now I'm like, "Uh, I I think you guys are being a bunch of rude boys, and then I have to pray. I remember this all because also after that, they do the the wrestler comes out so they do the wrestler storyline but with um sean michaels where he has no money and since they can't even do like <laughs> and i remember like they have like these vignettes where michaels is working in his soup kitchen and even he's like this is fucking terrible but he beats jbl and gets out of the contract because jbl buys his contract i don't even remember that happening that it's, I don't... it's not good yeah, I got to tell you, what I literally thought was they did Christian DX, and then he sort of hung out, and they were like, you face The Undertaker, I guess? And he's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, and then... Well, there's the Rick Flair, yeah. the Ric Flair thing, which is gorgeous. The Ric Flair retirement angle, you get the two Undertaker matches where they Best. betray Michaels as like a heel because he thinks he is God. No, no, that's only the second or time. He's gonna, he... he's gonna cleanse the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, what do they say? Yeah, they like he's like I'm gonna make him good. I'm gonna make sure that he doesn't listen to rock music. I'm gonna make the Undertaker fuck my wife, and I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I think what, what I'm gonna happened... do is make sure the Undertaker doesn't ever look at abortions anymore or something. Yeah, wasn't the stipulation the Undertaker has to shit and my wife has to watch it, and then I get to watch that? I think that that's what happened. If <laughs> yeah, if the Undertaker well. wins or loses, he's gonna vote for Ted Cruz. So there was no, <laughs> yeah, 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 there were yeah. no stakes. Um, those matches are good. I don't think they're the best WrestleMania Undertaker matches, and I don't think they're the no. best Shawn Michael matches. They're fine. They're good. I think they're really good, especially given how old those guys are. But I remember watching this with Jeff McHenry at a bar. There a we very go. Talented comedian, and he was like, "This looks like my dad fighting my stepdad." And that's <laughs> how I felt. Because you remember, uh, it was see, like I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I always felt that the worst version of stepdad versus dad was Triple H. Undertaker end of an era cage match because that literally feels like winner gets to take Devin to soccer. Like they are really <laughs> gingerly hitting, like they're really being conscious of each other's age in that match. And this is the, the I'd say the strengths of Shawn Michaels' career are that like he does have finite retirement and he has finite retirements that he actually honors. 
You well, except this most recent one was tarnished for forty minutes for Saudi Arabia in the most yeah we shouldn't have done this match. Yeah, I've ever but seen. I love money and I don't like journalism. That was because he did that for free. He just wanted to, everyone to know how much he hates journalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys look subtly at his trunks, it's just a bunch of different faces of Jamal Khashoggi, just to let everyone know <laughs> what side with lines through it. By the way, I'll tell you what's broken journalism that's sean michaels by the way was briefly minister of the interior of saudi arabia because they Ooh. loved what he said about <laughs> Jamal he fucking, yeah. Yeah, he's like so wait, wait how about we put him on the barber shop and then i do my thing i like, like uh, yeah, we love it. this is uh, the other thing i don't like about the undertaker feud where it's like the undertaker feud sorry the undertaker wrestlemania thing where it's like you have all these great matches with the undertaker streak and then for four years you're stuck in the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels and Triple H seven times in a row. Like, I think it is four times in a row. Yeah, because it goes. Doesn't it goes? I'm Michaels, gonna look it up right now because it's like Michaels twice in a row because they have they make the mistake of having a like a really great match. Yeah, they made the mistake of having a really great match to the point that then that's how Tr Michaels goes out the next year. Mm -hmm. is he retires in that like angle of like, oh, I have to do this or I will retire. Of course, you're retiring. It was very fun and exciting and actually a really great way to do it. Then I think it's Triple H, Triple H. No, I think it's only Triple H once. I don't think they do Triple H, Triple They wouldn't do Triple No, they H do Triple H. Triple H uh, lost to him three times at WrestleMania. I knew he lost to him three times, but I didn't think they did it back to back to back. Give it, give me him. Give me him, baby. Oh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find uh, the... All right, here we go. We got, yeah, it's exactly what I said. So WrestleMania 24, he beats Edge. So literally, once they notice the streak is a thing, is Randy Orton WrestleMania 21, and then it's disagree. That's wrong. You're wrong. Make that mistake again. I'll beat you up. The first time they acknowledge the streak is WrestleMania 18 with Ric Flair is the first official. Okay, and then he beats A Train and Big Show, Kane, Beautiful. Orton, Mark Henry. That one's not remembered. Batista. Edge, Ooh. Edge is the. Here's the thing, the Orton match and the Edge match, which is so funny that I didn't remember Batista and Mark Henry in between those. But it's like Orton and Edge; those matches are so good, and everyone's like, "Oh, does the Undertaker just bring it at WrestleMania?" And then it is Michaels, Michaels, Triple H, Triple H, CM Punk. Then he loses to Lesnar. Wow. Oh, let me so see. And CM Punk grind like say what you will about the man, he fucking grinds out a great match against like. <laughs> Yeah. No one notices the Undertaker fucking sucks until the next year with Lesnar when it's like, uh, is he fucking? Oh yeah, he's so old. <laughs> yeah, the That's thing not is, just his character. He's so old. Give say what you want about Triple H. Triple H can make you look really great, which Triple H does. But good God, <laughs> Triple H is great. The other, the other thing is, Edge is the last time when you went. Well, it would make actually sense if Edge won this. Yeah, it would have made a lot of sense if Edge won, but he did not. Anyway, then now he retired because of. The Undertaker. Well, so the Ric Flair thing is dope. Yeah, the 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 streak is fun. We've established the streak is fun. And Shawn Michaels retires. Shawn Michaels retires after essentially carrying the company on his back and what turns out to be the most important time for him to do that, which was not during the Attitude Era, but in that post-Attitude Era, post-WCW. Well, I guess Shawn's going to have to work. Yeah, like it's... Honestly, he is he's the greatest wrestler in, in WWE history who only wrestled during down periods. Jesus Christ, you're right. Yeah, like he is the only literally even when he comes in it's like 88 is still amazing and 88 to like 91 is still But amazing, he is and he's not like, a part of that. Like he's literally like he's literally like go be the Intercontinental Tag Team Champions of the World Rockers. Like, okay, off. it's waning. Okay, it's waning. Okay, it's waning. Oh, it's starting back up again. I retired. Oh wow, the fucking NWO angle sucks. Oh fuck, how much worse can it you? Yeah. 
I'll tell you how much worse we can get. We can get great. a pill popper in here. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I think he sucks as a human being, and now he trains NXT and he stinks. I heard he told Braun Breaker, "What if you were not good, though?" <laughs> here's the weird thing about it: is like, do you think that? Here's, a, I guess, a weird question. Do you think that Shawn Michaels and I, I'm in the question gives my opinion? I guess. Do you think Shawn Michaels is like one of the best main carters ever? Who like people don't really like like in a in a really successful wrestling company, Shawn Michaels isn't a main eventer. Yeah, uh-huh. he's just like a guy who's jobbing. He's kind of like Chris Jericho, but he's like better than Chris Jericho. What is really weird about Shawn Michaels, I'm gonna say this, is it's weird how loyal he's been to. How do I say this? It's crazy how loyal he's been to the Fed when every other type of wrestler that Shawn Michaels is has been very disloyal. And I think that that has served him in very good stead getting to where he is in the company where he is, say what you want, that guy's a company man. And they kind of look the other way on the reasons. Like, I guarantee he was pissed when they were like, so Vince paid off all these women and did this horrible shit, so he's gone. And then Michaels was like, why is he gone, though? Like, do you understand? Like, that's who Sean is. Yeah, I mean, that's who. But that's the other thing about Michaels where it's like he is so he's so and I think I know what you were saying, where it's like the like light heavyweight, you know, he's six feet tall, maybe 200 pounds. He's like a normal sized man, really. Yeah. For what that type of wrestler is. He's the only one Vince McMahon really put everything behind. He didn't even really put everything behind Bret Hart. Didn't really put it. Yeah, that's a great point. Like he didn't put anything behind CM Punk. He very famously. And I think the strength of Shawn Michaels, and I think the thing we didn't talk about, and I'll say my best thing is about Shawn Michaels, just because we didn't talk about it, is the super kick. Is like sweet chin music. Is yes, that's having that move and being that size is so amazing because it's like yeah, I just lost eighty nine percent of the match. But I'm so sick at slapping my thigh, I just knocked out the big Basically, shot. he also created the finishing move that everyone has now, which is like a thing they do with their legs that looks kind of cool, but whatever. The I want to think. Oh, dude, I'm he created say, indie wrestling. Yeah, he certainly did. The thing that I'm going to say about Trump, mm. my favorite thing about Shawn Michaels, best thing about Shawn mm. Michaels is mm. at some point oh, in the late shit. 2000s, possibly around 2010, Rob Van Dam was like backstage during one of many Rob Van Dam's returns. I was like, holy shit, Rob, you're like really funny. And apparently Rob Van Dam went like, yeah, that's right. And you still buried me. Like Rob Van Dam has not forget. That's and fair. apparently Rob Shawn Michaels was like, what? And he was like, I like, let me say this about John Michaels. Shawn Michaels, you're a bitch. And Rob Van Dam is real Shawn Michaels because real yeah. Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam will still kick you in the face. Like Rob Van Dam, no lies. Like, will, like Rob Van Dam will karate kick someone in a bar. I love Rob Van Dam. Fuck you, Shawn Michaels. There's nothing good about you except you're probably a generational wrestling talent and the super kick is amazing. Rob Van Dam for a while was the most divorced man in the history of humankind on Impact Wrestling with that woman. I forget what her name was, but just like dating some woman who was just like had 1998's fakest boobs. Oh, yeah. Like, listen, Rob Van Dam. He's still a professional wrestler. Yeah, he's still in wrestling. Like, it's like... (laughs) Uh, worst thing about Shawn Michaels, I assume all of the horrible stuff, all of the things, you know, all the, you know, all yeah, the Hobson horrible- really fucking laid off of, I guess, can you really, this is with the other thing. It's like if Marty Jannetty says it. Yes. Because the way Marty Jannetty says it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's super cool. Yeah. It's super like the interview is going to be like, wait a minute. You did, she was passed out and then you fucking, that's fucking yeah. sick. God, that's fucking, fucking cool, man. Whoa, are you telling me this person wasn't even your your half your half daughter or whatever? Whoa, whoa. she just woke up somewhere and she was fucking nice. That's 
Yeah, Marty and Sean. Um, Here's how fucked up Marty and Sean's relationship. Only was it when Marty came back to wrestling and they did the Rockers reunion during the Kurt Angle feud. Did Sean find out? A guy, bear in mind, he traveled with for five years. Found out what his childhood was like then. How fucked up were they? Were he's like, what were you like when you were a kid? (laughs) I I mean, all right. I don't want to say I have anything in common with Shawn Michaels, but we've all been... You've certainly had drinking friends where you don't drink as much now, and then you talk to them, like, wait a minute, you have a brother? And that uh, seems like what Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty were. They were so hammered all the time, like, wait a minute, you have a family? Fuck. Whoa, wait a minute, you're not me? I thought you were me. Yeah, I'd say the worst thing about Shawn Michaels, other than the possible crimes, is, uh, you know what, maybe the other best thing is, his gear in his second era when he was old man Shawn Michaels, he somehow pulled off leather bell bottoms. He, like mm. wore leather bell bottoms the whole time. But anyway, yeah. if, if someone's too religious like that, it does make me think they hate gay yeah, people. You, and I'm sure you, Shawn Michaels does not like gay people. I will end the podcast <laughs> on two things. One, okay. uh, those chaps were invented so he could wear knee braces in the ring without people oh, knowing he okay. wearing knee braces. That's pretty sweet. Two, um, Shawn Michaels did give a very famous answer on TMZ. If you remember TMZ Sports, the thing. Oh that yes, you talked about this. Yes, killed and him asking, being asked, "What do you think of gay marriage?" And him being like, he gives the he doesn't even be like it's up to everyone. He go he literally is just like it, like I'm paraphrasing, but he basically goes, "I'm a Christian," and that book says I get to kill those mm-hmm. people. And you're like, oh, like TMZ Sports learned very quickly. They're like, oh, we can talk to wrestlers; they'll give us everything. And it's like they'll give you everything. Like yeah, wrestlers will say fucking crazy shit. Uh, next week we're gonna do the Undertaker. Follow us. Pack a lunch. Uh, Ladies we're putting and everything on our YouTube after this. So YouTube.com backslash wrestler review. Everything will come down off of podcast feeds. Eventually yes. all of that sort of stuff. Everything will eventually be migrated to YouTube. Yeah. We're trying to figure out in what form, but it will be there eventually. And I know you're thinking, you're thinking, well, how much time will that take? Much longer than we're also expecting. Just know that. Yes. We love you though. And please follow us on all those major things. The show ends in February. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Shawn Michaels. We fucking hate you. Goodbye. Happy New Year. Because it's fucking New Year's Day when they're doing Patreon. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy. Bye bye.